Hey, what's up? We got a video for you. Check Hi. it out. Oh, no. Cypress Hill hits from the bong playing in the background. Jeez. Is that a bong? It's a McDouble, <laughs> dude. <laughs> the Ronald McDonald face. Is he at work? <laughs> <laughs> um... So many questions. Yeah. Yeah. How does it go through the one way? I wouldn't see he's the type that. Do you think he tunneled a, I feel like a, a hole vape through with there. his finger? <laughs> this guy is just. <laughs> oh, oh my! Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What is the whole McNugget crew in there? Uh, but isn't that Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that? Things a little conflicting. The KFC guy. Yeah. Well, what are they trying to advertise here? That's a pretty weird video. I've huh? I've mixed feelings of what i want to eat right now <laughs> hey up, welcome to episode mcdouble of the ape audio podcast we're sitting down with josh lagaya yo, yo hey, dude. what's up he what's said my on? last name right nice i'm impressed cool He's how do people normally it. say it ligia uh, uh so ligia okay one of them grew up with that one for uh for a while but i mean i'm used to it um the band calls me ligia Nice, like the band. Like the band, yeah. Um, and then, then Aaron just calls me like Legay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that French? Yeah, it could be French, but uh, no. Cool. It's all in good fun. Um, so you are the guitarist of Auras. I've also done some cleans. Yes. Yeah. Nice, yeah. sexy, sensual cleans. I, I try. <laughs> well, you did an amazing job. Yeah, Let I'm trying to sound you. sexy, but you know. <laughs> It's metal, so. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you guys want to catch up for a second? How yeah. you guys been since the last time we I mean, uh, chatted? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I've been just uh, whittling away at this, getting this video out for the the Choose Your Own Fest. Hell yeah. We've all oh, been yeah. kind of We like, went out and did a bunch of interviews on 420. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, everyone looks marvelously wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to make a little video and hopefully it'll be out next week for you guys to check out. Sweet. Yeah. Why don't you angle that mic a little better there, Christian? I don't know what to do with it. Evan said it sounded <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right, man. That's... See, he gave me the thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. That's the A-OK. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How are you, Christian? I'm good. You want to hear something funny? Yes. So I've been playing this, this video game called Torchlight 2. Torchlight 2? Uh -huh. On what? PC? PC. Is it's it like, like a, a, a Diablo thing? knockoff. So my girlfriend approached me and she was like, hey, do you want to play Torchlight 2? And I said, yeah, it's a Diablo knockoff. Remember Diablo, that game you said you never want to play because it looks like shit? And she was like, yeah, this one looks fun. And I said, it, it looks exactly the same. Put it side by side. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> For some reason, she's totally fine playing this one. And I don't really understand it. Is it good? Hell yeah. It's a Diablo knockoff. <laughs> oh, it's just a straight up Diablo knockoff. Yeah, pretty much. It's, like just, it's like a little more cartoony. but that's Okay. I've never really played Diablo. Really? I had a lot of friends that are like super into it, but I just never really got into it. Like, is it like wow? Is it like kind of like no? That, so it, it's like a top down. Um, you kind of you control like one character, and you head into dungeons and you kill demons and shit like that. That's, it's, that's like pretty I, cool. I guess it's like similar to WoW in the sense that you you get like loot from like right, right. killing monsters. So like RuneScape, am I like on the long the same line? Yeah, it's here? it's closer to RuneScape. Yeah, I used, I used to rock to RuneScape well. back in the day. Nice. Yeah, I was addicted. Shadow of Zazima. on mobile. <laughs> no, they have it on mobile I know, now. I fuck them up. <laughs> but but it like it like heats up my phone and uh, <laughs> I just I don't know. It's just weird to like tap. I don't know. I, I couldn't get used used to it and. 
I spent so much time when I was younger and I built up to get like some good stuff. And then I was just like, oh wait, I have to start from the beginning. Oh, I don't have time do for this. Do you want to hear the most crushing RuneScape story? Yes. So I, I probably- Sorry? This better be crushing. Oh, it's de fucking devastating for me. <laughs> so I, I probably played RuneScape from the time I was like nine years old until I was yep. like 15, 16, yep. I would say. Yep. Now, I, I had one character that whole time. This dude was beasted out. Tons of fucking money. All my levels maxed out. Just an absolute beast, right? So I, uh, if you go into dungeons and you fucking die, you lose like everything except like one gold, one armor piece, and like some other random thing, if I remember correctly. So I was wandering around with all my satchels of gold completely full. What Didn't put that shit that? so you could flaunt it. <laughs> you could just drop. I don't feel bad. For you me. could just drop millions of gold. First mistake. Now, now listen I don't to feel this. bad for you. Listen at to all. this. So it probably took me that that whole amount of time that I was playing to accumulate like this much gold right millions of gold millions i could buy anything are you so sure I, yes i go into this fucking dungeon my mom goes yo you got a fucking vacuum your room's fucking disgusting so i'm like okay i run over and i grab the vacuum but i didn't log out and some <laughs> big ass red bitch in the game just sliced me up and i fucking died and everything dropped out and i came back to my computer and i just looked at my character with <laughs> all of my years of progress oh, lost no. And I just, I turned into a man that second. I was like, <laughs> I can never go back. Things will never be the same after this a day. broke man. That's, uh, no, that, everyone learns the hard way. Um, I, I didn't, I can't, like, do you lose all your stuff if you die in, like, the normal world? Because I know that there was, like, a PvP world where you would lose all your stuff. Yeah, so I was in, like, some dungeon, and I think it had the same rules as, like, the oh. PvP area. Oh, yeah, see... I went, I did the exact same thing. I was like all looted up, probably not as rich as this guy, but uh, I just like go in that one spot where, you know, you could fight other players and I didn't realize like you would lose everything and yeah, you learn the hard way and you, you get even more addicted. Wow, these after are that. such devastating RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even played. It's, really? uh, it's like a cultural phenomenon, I know, dude. I know. It, for some reason, I was just like obsessed with collecting bones and selling it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was selling bones and cow hides. All and I was the just time. like, why is everyone buying all the like they want the bones? And I was just like, cool. And I was like, whatever, <laughs> I'll just do this. Bones. And like my sister at the time, like we shared the same computer. She just she would look at it and be like, I don't understand the appeal. And it's like, I don't, I didn't. I still do it. <laughs> it has consumed me. Yeah, actually, it's... I had friends who like, so th there's games now that are even weirder than that. Like you can play like European truck simulator and you can like oh. literally do a job on your computer for fun, like after work. It's very weird. That is strange. And they have playthroughs of that. That's mental. Who's watching that? Me, apparently. It came up on my... <laughs> I got in the rabbit hole of YouTube and I was like, what is this? Holy and I shit. watched the entire thing. And I was like, <laughs> I thought something was going to happen, but nothing. Can, can you even do a speed run on those? No. Okay. No. So it's, it's, a, <laughs> the, it's the one I'm talking about, European Truck Simulator. It, it's like a massively multiplayer game as well. So there's like other truckers like running routes around you. And apparently, like, a traffic jam happened, like, two years ago that took, like, three days to, like, get everybody moving again. And it was, like, <laughs> this, like, really huge thing on Reddit where everyone was, like, freaking out. And they're, like, watching a live stream of this fucking traffic jam in this made-up game. <laughs> wow. And that's, like, the 401 every day. <laughs> like, super weird, man. Super weird. Um, that is very fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I I want to meet the kind of person who plays those games. Like, 
I feel like you just would a complete play that game. psychopath. I Pro- would never play that. Probably shit, doesn't drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What if it was like a, like a logistics trucker and they just went home to truck some more? Then passion. they get to that live is, out their that truck That is not a fantasy. job. That is a passion. Yeah. That, is a, <laughs> that is an absolute destined thing to do in your life. Um, we got some other videos. You want to check them out? Of course. They're kind of funny. So uh, I believe the top one might be from uh, a vine of yours. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take it back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wondered... I wondered if this was going to come up. Oh, there's that creepy clown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Hell yeah. Can you pass my water? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. We dug that up. Holy I, I dug up something even deeper than this, but I was kind of I was kind of wondering if your if your brother's meteoric rise to Vine fame uh, set you on the path to do something completely opposite of Vine and make some absolutely crushing metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so funny funny story. Um, he he was like one of the first people. First of all, he's my cousin. Oh, my, no, my it's bad, my to- bad. No, trust me. It is an, uh, uh, a common thing to think we're brothers. We're basically brothers. We grew up together and we're, like, we're super close. Um, he he started out on Vine just in his like his like parking garage. That's what he used to do on the weekends. <laughs> he used to just like, uh, he got real bored. And of course, like apps were growing up or like blowing up and uh Vine just came up and he was just doing that and he kind of just blew up from there. Um, I don't think I that like made me want to go a different direction or anything like that, but um, yeah, he kind of inspired me because we were living together. That was our place. Okay. And cool. I, I, I actually saw this like firsthand, just him growing as a social media influencer. And Vine was just uh, one of those things that was trending and it just blew up like crazy. So, um, one day I had this idea I actually came across and I was like, Hey man, do you, do you think like this is funny? And, uh, he thought it was hilarious. And honestly, it only took like a couple of revines and it, it just skyrocketed. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And it was hilarious. I didn't expect that. I, I think it got to like, like 3 million views or something. Holy shit. Yeah. It was something ridiculous. I, I, I actually ended up on some sort of TV show where they kind of went through like, like a funny clip show. Clip. It was a yeah. clip show, but it was actually on TV. It wasn't like on YouTube. That's so. interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. <laughs> so they like paid me for the video, which is interesting. Oh, cool. Damn, I'm like, crazy. This is, it's literally six seconds. Like, Go listen to my band, please. Yeah. Stop yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Video. <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. Uh, you brought that up. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> are you a, a user of any of the vine revivals? Like uh TikTok. TikTok and what's that? I don't know. It's like, it's like this vine revival. TikTok. Yeah, I think they're like twelve second videos instead. Wait, so yeah. is TikTok like a new app? Yeah, yeah basically. And it's trying to. I, I think guess, it's be it's the... huge in Asia, and it's like sort of like coming here now. Yeah, interesting. Makes, makes me super uncomfortable. It just sounds like Instagram because yeah. like I think Vine kind of died out because Instagram and Facebook and pretty much every other app started doing the same thing. Yeah. Oh, dude, Twitter bought it and they shut it down. They shut it down. Yeah, yeah. Like Vine was like huge, right? Yeah. And Twitter bought it because they saw it as competition. 
and then they just closed it instead of like integrating it into their platform. Interesting. They just shut the TikTok whole thing videos. down. There was like a huge, huge like like uproar about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure your cousin was probably pissed. <laughs> well, I mean, he's actually still doing really well on other social media. Yeah, I saw like uh, outlets. So like, if anything, it just kind of skyrocketed his per- his per- persona. Gave him online. that jumping off point. Yeah, exactly. And like his humor and our humor is is basically in the realm of six seconds. Like, you know, like, it's not like he'll go up on stage and he'll do the comedy show, like six seconds with this guy. Like you're, you're dying laughing. Yeah. I was, I was checking out your podcast that you did with, uh, Vargas. Yeah. Yeah. Vargas, <laughs> my boy. Shout out oh to Vargas. Oh my God. You and your fucking cousin had me cracking up oh, so man. hard. Dude. Oh, that was old. That oh was like, yeah. It was we were ancient, in the same, ancient. uh, yeah. We were in the same podcast together. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to do some deep, deep digging to see if I could find any funny things to bring up. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Um, sure. So we got one other video. This is more more related to you, I suppose. Um, this I'm is worried. from a, a family Christmas talent show. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Do you know what this is? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> How did you find this? <laughs> Who uploaded this? Oh my brother! Now I have a question about this. Um, I was informed a couple months ago that talent shows in like Asian families are like really popular oh. thing to like happen oh i got paid okay i got paid to do that what? really yeah so like fam jams especially for filipino fam jams in my family is if you do some sort of uh show if it whether it's singing or playing they give you money oh okay that's dope oh yeah exactly but so like bring how much on, you like, get paid for this like, gig yeah. I, I can't remember but it, it yeah. at that point anything are was they covering cool. the overhead <laughs> yeah so um yeah like actually me and ray we would actually oh damn you know, yeah, well, look, you look at the turnout you know what i mean look yeah. they're into it Man. they're right into yeah, it my sister she's like <laughs> they're right into it and uh we used to you know we'd get together and just play a song um would this be your first guitar here uh my second one that i don't even have anymore oh, okay yeah. okay yeah nice. that's when i was like super into like trivium and bullet like for my shredding. valentine yeah. yeah that was back when i was like all about the shred like yeah. faster the better right, right thanks yeah. for bringing that up though i'm like that's awesome dude your family's super supportive that's crazy <laughs> yeah dude they, i saw actually, this they and i'm really like are. nothing like this has ever went down yeah, at yeah. any of my family and it's not like souls. i wanted to do it they were just like oh like you play guitar like can you just do something like yeah. sure and then someone filmed it and put yeah it and the description YouTube. is like josh is our little rock star yeah <laughs> nice. isn't that awesome. rock and roll superstar yeah. rock and roll josh superstars. wins the family christmas talent show hands down that's even <laughs> damn i don't um, even think it was a it was a competition I think. <laughs> so there was no other acts that went on uh no there were but it wasn't like a cop i think everyone got paid yeah <laughs> what were the other acts like who was the runner-up uh i think it was like piano somebody like pull, pull their finger off like yeah i think it was like one of the, i think the other one was just like playing piano oh cool, nice yeah. some actually like really nice and cool neat yeah i was just kind of interested in that because i i have uh, <laughs> oh, this is damn thing oh my yeah I'm wearing, I, if you don't i'm wearing a halo 2000 hell yeah eight. dude yeah 2008 or six eight so that's 11 years ago jesus wow yeah, it was wow, maybe two or three months ago. I, uh, me and my girlfriend have this friend, and he's uh, Korean, and he was saying like every Christmas when they go to their aunt's place, they're not allowed to get gifts unless they do like a performance, and they like basically put on a talent show. There you go. And he was like, "Yeah, this is like something like a lot of Korean families do," and I'm like, "Man, I being a Caucasian sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing out on all the cool. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I." I've been doing it for years, like since I was younger, and it just seemed to be like 
the thing to do. Does it still go on? Money. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. It does kind of go on like when we have uh, like our little fan gens and stuff, except this time I'm drunk. So you, bring, you bring auras and you just put on like a uh, No, no. Like me, me, me and Ray will just be like, because like at, at the time he'll like live in Windsor and I was living in Cambridge. So like we'd meet up like literally either a day before, maybe hours before, and be like, okay, we need to like whip up something. Let's get this money. <laughs> um, so we do like Bruno Mars cover Dope. or like something that's just more like. Do they pay you depending on the quality of the performance? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. This but, just wasn't it, Chief. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I always remember like, because we're, we're silly when we're in the room together. So like when we're kind of preparing, it's just. We can't even get through the song because we're laughing yeah, the yeah, entire yeah. time because it's just ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, we get it done, and, uh, yeah, we have a good time. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Family's supportive on whatever I do. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should yeah. be more encouraged. Family talent shows. Yeah, I mean, any, anything any, anything sound. Like you yeah. said, you could just do that. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Show hilarious. and tell. Um, <laughs> I, I, have, I have one last little silly thing, and then we can dive into the serious big boy serious. questions. Um, do you wish the band was called Orals? Or Asporas, perhaps? Uh, Orals would have been cool. <laughs> I, like, caught this, like, weird joke interview that you guys did. Or, uh, when was this? Fuck, uh, what was the station called? Pure Grain Audio. It was, like, in, like, 2016. Um, and you're just, like, getting interviewed, and the dude is, like, so unenthused. Wait, hold on a second. Was it, like, me and Aaron yes. on the couch? Yes, Oh, man, so that is complete satire. Okay. As uh, I thought. Yeah. As I was, I was hoping it was. It, it was so funny. Like, he was such a good dude to do it with. And, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Man, about that, that shit had me cracking up. The, the guy's like, so how does it feel to be a completely shitty band and not get paid anything for being out here? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Aaron's just, like, super quiet. And, like, he was, like, egging me on. Like, he's like, just do whatever you want. Yeah, like, yeah. just try to make it funny. And I tried. But So it was, like, completely, like, spontaneous on your end. Like, he, he had these things prepared and you guys were just, like, you're you're in on the joke. But you, you kind of had to, like, come up with stuff as you went along. So he, like, reached out uh, before. And I think this was, like, at the end of uh, the Native Contract Tour. And, uh... He's like, yeah, I'd like to do an interview. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, that's that's cool. And then, like, when we meet up at the venue, he's like, all right, I got to give you a heads up. I'm like, going to fuck I'm, with you. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty ridiculous. Like, I don't want to get everyone, like, all, you know, uh, thrown off. Like, I want you to know. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to say, but I want you to go along with it. And Aaron didn't really know what that meant. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then I watched some of his videos. Like, okay. I'm yeah. down with this. Like, this is my kind of humor. So yeah, I kind of went good. with it. Yeah. It's it was, funny. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. So, you want to talk about the new record? We can. You want to talk about Let's the new it. single? Yeah. You want to talk about everything to do with this shit? We could talk about whatever. We could talk about that guy smoking the McDouble. The McDouble. <laughs> he should have been listening eating to that it song. after. Do you yeah. think? Do you think the toke tasted like kind of beefy, like a hundred percent beef? No, I think the uh, I think it caramelized the uh, ketchup <laughs> as it went through, and the smoke just really. I feel uh, like you would have got some of the, it a like, nice, the bits uh, of tinge. Like, uh, you know, the bud and stuff. The little onion bits? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, the little onion bits, yeah. A little bit more pickle bite than he's used to. You guys ever smoke out of a weird thing? Apple. I'm not sure what that means, dude. Uh, I, all right. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I never smoked out of any fruits, nothing like that. I was pretty traditional. Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine apple. so. James and the like giant peach. Evan would not recommend apples. Ever, <laughs> but this new single 
Yes. Yes. Dude, that yes. shit is so fucking dope. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um I, yeah. Um I'm glad that uh, everyone's starting to like it and Yeah, that know, shit like, blew up like week 1 like 70,000 fucking listens. It really, yeah. Damn I didn't God. expect that really and like you know, we've been kind of uh on the down low for a bit. Um Do you think there was just so many up. fans just bubbling like we need some fucking yeah. new auras, I, man? Honestly, like I don't hear it enough. Like a lot of people are waiting for it and you know, we didn't want to like kind of hint too much. Like we've dropped some, you know, teasers here and there, but yeah. we wanted to make sure that when we dropped it, it was ready. And like we right. had the label, you know, backing us 100%. Uh, shout out to Carl. Um, and uh, we just want to make sure we did it right. And we're glad that we waited and we're glad that people are enjoying it. So. Yeah, the response has been really good. Yeah, yeah it really It's has. dope that we get to have you in here too. Because when Nathan was here, it was still like a lot of elements were like on the download. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't like, supposed to say about, anything and he did shit. a good job yeah, of yeah. Uh, not dropping anything. I and, was really trying to prod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like now we're, we're at a point where we're about to, you know, start unleashing. Yeah, the rollout cycle The rollout cycle is, is, is happening. So, um you know, I was really happy to come up on here and, and talk about it a little cool. bit more than Nathan could. So, yeah, yeah 100%. So how long did this uh, take to make, like, the whole entire thing? Like, to write, I guess, Man. before you guys stepped into the studio and started, you know, I guess maybe even before pre-pro? Man, well, it's gone through so many stages. Um, you know, I I don't even remember when it, like, I, it started. But it, the beginning was... I remember Nathan was on tour a lot with intervals and um, I was kind of just exploring different territory and um, like I'm really huge into like R&B music, hip hop and uh, even EDM. Like I just like production. I think it's really cool. And uh, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to start. I'm going to just get a laptop. I'm going to get Ableton and I'm going to actually start, yeah. you know, programming some music. You know what I mean? Yeah. See if I could make a trap beat because it seems so easy. It really isn't. <laughs> yeah. the, the first things that I came out with sound like crap. But uh, I had a guy, um, his name's Josh Polas. He's out of King's uh, Music. He's from Cambridge. Um, he kind of showed me the ropes and told me how to kind of program and, and how to produce. And cool. he's actually the one who helped me produce the synths here on this album. Oh, nice. So that's why there's that a little bit of influence from there. Um, so anyways, uh, he was on tour. I was kind of programming some things and then like I kind of explored some plugins and I was like, man, like this would sound really cool, like behind like kind of the music that I would like that yeah. I'm doing in metal. So I kind of just rolled with it. And the first song was Momenta. Surprisingly, oh, nice. I, I yeah, I just clued into that now. And uh, that was the first song with those synths and everything. And like I was like, this is kind of cool. And I sent it out to like to some of the guys. I didn't send it to Nathan yet, but I was like, hey, like, what do you guys think about this? I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool. Like, it doesn't really have like a final was this production musty corn perhaps musty corn no that no so how do you know about musty corn tell me about musty corn yeah watch tell us about musty, musty corn musty corn all right so <laughs> musty corn <laughs> it's not musty corn uh oh, no, no, actually fuck it up. we have the best there was, th there was three three stems correct yes there was so actually that one was plantson Okay. That one, uh, Memento was planting. The next one that I sent over was Musty Corn. <laughs> okay. So if you guys don't know, like, uh, I have this tendency to make ridiculous names, and I feel like everybody does it. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, I try to make them as ridiculous as possible and because it's just funny to get the reaction when I send out these things to, like, in the group chat. So when you just, like, open it up, it's like, Musty Corn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I have this thing where I don't really think about it. I just, like, uh, right when I'm about to say... Stream of consciousness. Yeah, like, yeah. when I'm about to, like, 
save the project, I'd just be like, um, uh, 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 oh, okay, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I can't Ooh. change it. It's done. Yeah, it's sent. So, commit. yeah, so Musty Corn is, I'm actually excited for everyone to hear. Cool. Uh, Musty oh, Corn. Okay, so Musty Corn was fleshed out to uh, um, full fruition? Yeah, like Musty Corn's a different song. Awesome. Uh, so on is the it, record. Does it keep the name Musty Corn? Uh, I, so <laughs> I wanted it to, but it didn't really fit the vibe <laughs> and it kind of paints a weird picture for anyone who's seen musty corn. But <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, like yeah. that one's coming, um, on the album. So looking forward to be able to hear that. Cool. But, uh, yeah, the momentum was called Plantson, just a random word that I came up with. So when stuff. you showed them that was, uh, how much of that is similar to what it is now? Um, so it was like a skeleton. It was like a a simple skeleton that the synths were not even quite there yet. There's only a couple of layers. There was no singing. There was no screaming. It was just guitar bass drums. Yeah, exactly. And ridiculous drums that don't even make sense. Like (laughs) I think Nathan mentioned that, but, um, yeah, like I just kind of started making music in Ableton. I used to use Reaper and then Ableton kind of just gave a different kind of workflow and like accessibility to these plugins. Yeah, such an easy workflow. It, it's such a great I'm workflow. Still not that used yeah. To it though. <laughs> yeah, like it's weird to like switch over from screens and stuff, but like I eventually kind of got into the the groove of it, and I just kept doing it, and not even thinking that it was going to be the next Aura's album. I actually was like, I'm just doing this for myself. You know, I'll get to Aura's when I get to Aura's. You know what I mean? And then I kept digging, I kept digging, and like. Out, I had like three or four ideas that I was like super stoked on, and then you know, kind of went from there. When I said to the guys, they're like, "This is this is like half an album," you know, it's a it's a good way to start. And I was like, "Oh, really?" And then I eventually kind of just started working and building from there. So, so I heard that uh, basically, like the 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 difference with this album is you started working with the synths and went up from there yeah which is weird yeah uh you were also inspired by like the stranger things soundtrack yeah exactly well like stranger things was just like one of those synths that i heard for the first first time on on that intro and i was like man i love that vibe you know did you start getting into any other like synth wave or retro wave like artists and stuff from uh not really no Um, i like i like that tone i like like that that tone Um, I just like the coldness of it and, you know, I kind of just went through plugins and found what was similar and just played it with it there. Like it was, it just kind of started from a vibe and then I just kind of heard like a lot more retro wave coming up and, and blowing up a little bit and like just getting more inspired by hearing about that. Um, I mean the first band that kind of really did it for me was, uh, I see stars most recent album. Uh, Treehouse. If you haven't heard it, give it a, a listen. It's very synth heavy, but it's got, it's not like heavy, and like you know, like aura's heavy. It's just heavy in like the ambience of, of it all, and the textures. And yeah. you know, like it was the first time where I heard that together, and I was like, man, like that's actually a cool way to to paint a picture on a, on a song. So, you know, yeah, there's it, a lot of more creative synth use being used in more like heavier uh, metal. Like uh, I don't know if you heard the new volumes that came out. Yeah, so the yeah, new volumes like that came they, out. You're yep. using a lot more like samples and stuff like yep. that, and yep. it's like, but it's not. It's more like subtle. But it mm-hmm. like really fills the space. It does fill the space. Yeah. You know, it makes it so so it's not so dry, and it kind yeah. of adds a more environment to the music. Yeah, and like that's just what a, a lot of music needs now is just a little bit more depth. And 
that's kind of what I want to do with my music and all the music that I listen to outside of metal is it do that does that as well. So yeah, showing on the new song definitely. Yeah, as soon as Momenta comes in, you get hit with those nice synth like yeah, soundscapes, and yeah. then there's like or these like orchestral drums that come like rolling in over yeah, top. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, we're we're in like a completely different space exactly. than we were with like yeah. previous, as you said. Or as heavy, like you guys yeah. had your own like brand of sound. You guys almost. were doing that on the on Helio Spectrum, though. We started like, doing yeah, that. Yeah. you know, on songs like Waterstone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can really like I there that vibe was kind of captured in that. It was definitely. captured there, and yeah. I always wanted it to be captured, but I was only able to do it and replicate it on guitar. So I would just get clean guitar, add a bunch of effects on it, and and it would act like almost like a synth. Um, and then, and then in studio, after I laid those down, we worked with, uh, Anthony Calabretta and he uh, helped us pick out some, some sins at that, at, uh, at that point and just added oh, cool. on top. So since we're the, always the last step on any, like any of the albums that we had dropped. So, uh, this was the first time where I was able to organically come up with the lines and then work from there. Cool. And it was just a new, a new headspace for me. It was like brand new and I, and I loved doing it and it was fun. And like awesome. you know, throughout the the album, Binary Garden, you'll you'll hear that. So, do you feel like you'll take that more, like that approach more, like in the future? Um, now that you have Ableton and you're kind of getting more yeah. Into it, you'll so go with more of like the already finished synth tones or close to finish, and you're gonna use that more yeah, as like a writing tool. So I feel like um, if I were to do another record, I'd probably just find something new tried to do something different cool. like maybe not even start with the synth maybe start with the guitar and then add the synth myself organically instead of going into a studio and have them do it cool. what i find about writing is that every time i've gone into an album i've always had a different mindset and approach and i think that triggers um new territory and like you're you're learning and you're experimenting and that's what makes the music more uh genuine and and organic um and like i think you know, I will always try to do something different. And I, most likely I will use that approach for like maybe a couple songs, but you never know. Maybe I'll look at a different plugin, you know, start with something more orchestral and go from there. But um, cool. yeah, like I, I, I feel like just changing it up just really helps with the, with the workflow of writing music. So do you think cool. it was a good thing to get a different perspective on the process sort of like in, in this period of your life where um, Nathan joined up with intervals and I think mm-hmm. immediately like took off on like a five or six month yeah, he was tour. Like, yeah. And so you guys kind of had some time to like chill and like exactly. let some yeah. thoughts and, and different things like ferment a little bit. Yeah. Do you, do you think that was like important to this writing process or was it detrimental to have, have a, a key band member just like take off right away? Well, I feel like it was just good timing because when he had to go out, we didn't really have anything planned. We were kind of just, um, just kind of sitting like not really doing much and i think when he left it just kind of gave myself some time to breathe and like like um re- like reflect on the kind of music that i want on the next album so i you know i'm i'm used to just like writing by myself and s- sitting in a room and, and and coming up with ideas and you know we knew he was busy he was networking and working with intervals and i just felt like if he's working, I, I should start working. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. it was, um, it was nice to like have that open time to, to do something like that. And we knew that there was no, uh, crazy schedule that we had to do. So, you know, me writing at my own pace was really good. Cool. I think that's like a really healthy perspective to have. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of other bands might've seen like, okay, a member's joining up with like another band that's 
like bigger than we are right now right, yeah. and maybe been a little bit jealous and envious of the situation or no, like even like, mad about it. No, I don't think that's like the mentality that people should have. Like they should embrace, you know, their own fellow yeah. Yeah, members yeah, or homie, musicians, man. you know, flourishing in other directions, you know, and, uh, and like no, no one said that you had to stick with one project. No one ever yeah. said that. It's all about, you know, timing and, and, and preparing on your own and, and, and doing your own path on doing whatever you know what i mean like in the realm of like other genres everyone's doing something different you know what i mean they're doing either session stuff on drums on a certain record and different artists and they're just opening up their doors there's no point to close it off yeah, because exactly. then you know you'll, you'll feel suffocated a little bit you know what i mean so and for myself i've explored other uh musical endeavors and i think that's very healthy it's never good to just kind of keep uh one 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 lane yeah i think that kind of dynamic separates like a good band from a not so good band but i mean like as a team mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like if like you said like bands are getting envious of like members just like doing other things mm. that are yeah you know on a different level or whatever or that are going up a different slope then you know it's just there's just no point and i get that you too. should embrace it though because i mean when you see a band do that you just can kind of yeah tell them, like, i feel oh, like if you can other, embrace that there, there's probably there. deeper issues that are gonna That's arise exactly. yeah exactly on, like, you know, like i understand where the envy and all that jealousy sure. comes up um you know there is a time and place where you shouldn't you know just go like go somewhere else and and and, and pursue something like i said it's about timing and yeah. you know you can't really handcuff anybody to do yeah only of course. your of course. your lane because you know a lot of bands have that issue where they 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 they're like kind of, kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of, kind of kept in like one zone, and it, it's it's suffocating. Like so. Yeah, I feel like family. it's detrimental Ex to the exactly. artist. Like there's so many bands I've seen where um, either like a member takes off to try something else, and the band just implodes like exactly. almost immediately. Like they, yeah, or nobody goes out to try anything different, mm -hmm. and the sound just gets so stale and like stagnates exactly. and like yeah. I guess you're going to have those diehard fans who always want that same sound. Right. But like <laughs> as an artist, I think the whole goal is to just mature yeah. yourself yeah, just, and like exactly. the landscape around you. Exactly. Yeah. Can't please everybody though. Yeah. You can't. No, you no. can't. You know, um, I know that there's some people out there that have listened to the new song and are like, fuck them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think there, was, there was one comment. I don't really dwell on comments too much, but there's one comment that said uh, singing is not a place for metal or something like that. Fuck. Hey Patrick, then, do you want to talk about that? And then, uh, and yeah, then, maybe. And then someone, <laughs> and then someone re replied and said, "Didn't metal start with singing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I mean, I didn't respond. I mean, I get it. You know, if you're looking for something like, why would you come to say that though? Like, <laughs> well, you know, you know, the climate of the internet. It's yeah, so easy yeah, to so, yeah. to to say anything without any. They're having a shitty day and they just want to fuck your day up. Yeah, and it, it didn't really fuck up my day i think it fucked up the other guy's day he was just like what are yeah. you talking about like that's not even true it's, it's like, not even remotely true <laughs> you know what i mean and then i'm just like all right yeah like but like that's that's just like the nature of of uh the internet and, and commenting and sure stuff, so so we we have a funny little guy at the end of the couch here patrick hey, who uh patrick. doesn't particularly love when you have brutal crushing vocals mixed with clean no nope, you're wrong melodic vocals There's okay a, okay okay it's only certain <laughs> kinds of clean vocals that i dislike and it's usually the lyrical content that really really fucks it up for me that's fair 
Yeah. Like what kind of lyrical content? There must be something. Oh, you're not thinking the new riffery. <laughs> the water. Nice. I don't know. For some reason, I just I can't fucking do it. Uh, uh, I love it. I love the new uh, Perif. But, yeah, I think uh, they're amazing musicians, but that that lyric just fucks everything up for me. I know a lot of people <laughs> kind of feel a little like like tweaked about Spencer's lyrics and vocals. I don't know. I think time. I think when it comes to like lyricism, every lyricist has like a different message and a different way of conveying that message and sometimes they use like sim like simple like figures of speech to like get the message across sure. so you can be like oh i understand what he's saying rather than like using like a complex vocabulary or like mm-hmm. and I, I feel like with <laughs> the dynamics that he brings to the table you really notice what he's saying where some ar- other artists can like they can say whatever the fuck they want, but it's kind of like really just lying in mm. the track and you might not notice it. Like I noticed this with hip hop a lot where like there'll be one line from a rapper that I absolutely love and I think they're an amazing writer and you're just like, what the hell did they just say? That was so stupid. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Like it, yeah. just the way Spencer like projects his voice to like a very high range on the track. I feel yeah. like it just makes it like so much more noticeable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all, it's all subjective right yeah, like yeah. i mean i know what he's doing and what he's trying to like come across like that song is a complete thematic like full orchestral like 15 minute beast and i feel like his paint a voice is like kind of yeah more dramatic what do you think's in, in the sense. water yeah something what, what's he Floral? referring to is he talking about the toilet i mean uh i don't even know what he's talking about there but i mean i could see what you're saying 100 yeah. yeah. like it's not just it's not for everybody you know what i mean like if it was me listening to this like five years ago i'd be like oh, that's that is strange <laughs> yeah what are you yeah. doing but you know i could appreciate the, the musicality of it and i can appreciate you know periphery on everything that they do so yeah yeah, yeah they're fucking crazy yeah they're yeah. they're nuts that entire album for me was like you know it was just a ground shaker because I, I haven't really been listening to too much metal and i know like everybody says that but like uh like a lot of the the prog stuff recently hasn't really caught my eye and like some what they did from start to finish was just like a like a message to all yeah musicians I, I, yeah. i've been talking I mean? about this with these guys for a little while now where like the the state of prog metal had kind of like stopped in time it it did yeah i feel like so many new up-and-comers were just copying people that were already out here there wasn't a lot of risks being taken in the music exactly risk is a a good word i I was actually like so giddy to like have you come in here after listening to the new track because i feel like it's just like that like it's so fresh mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. got Thank those you. elements that everybody fucking loves but it's different enough that you're like okay like we're yeah. turning in There's a new opinion, direction there can be opinions formed yeah yeah side of the, i and the i'm line. glad that i was able to to do that yeah. and uh like you know what i i, I feel, feel for like any musician that wants to do well just do something different do just yeah. be yourself um it doesn't matter what people say and, and and like just do something genuine and, so, and yeah there's a lot of bands that you know kind of just follow a formula it's easy to play it safe if it's getting you a paycheck oh yeah 100 percent. it's easy to play it safe and i yeah. and you know sometimes there is a place and time to do that but you know for me you know when i'm writing music i, I want to do something different and, and fresh to the ears because like with the streaming world you need to have something that pulls yeah, you yeah i know bit. you you'd said before that this 
is like a different era that you're kind of like partaking in where like right. the first like five to 20 seconds of a song are like kind of make or break right like exactly if you're if you're not doing like these nice melodic hooks and things mm-hmm. chances are people with the attention spans that we have now might just click skip on the track you and know? and that's and that's exactly it and that's why memento was a good starter because you know it starts off with that vibe and then it pulls yeah. you in immediately and then it, it kind of sends a message yeah. as to what we're trying to do um so yeah cool and it's still got that good old auras in there oh fuck yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, th- i mean that song with it still has a lot of you know the heavy aura stuff but uh you know, it's not like it's it's completely gone. Like I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, like maybe they're just kind of stepping it back. Like for some songs, but then so there's other songs where it's uh, it's it's still us. You know? I wanted to kind of go back to like the whole clean vocals thing. Oh yes. Um, so because you guys haven't really had that in your whole you know repertoire of of songs. Not really, no. So when that shift happened, was it just the band kind of being like, oh shit, like. Josh can sing like we should, <laughs> we should probably use that or what or were you kind of hiding it and then you're like hey you kind of grew your skill and you're like hey we should uh yeah you guys want to try this um and- I feel like so every album that we've released there was always some sort of clean singing in there okay. like a little bit so like on Helio Spectrum Ray was on it yep on Crestfallen he was on it Oh, that was him on Crestfallen? Yeah, that okay. was uh, Boundless. He was on that. Yeah. Um, and it was just like we always wanted to incorporate singing uh, in our music, but no one really had the skill to, to do it or like had the uh, the drive to actually attempt it, right? And when we did Helio Spectrum, I actually did one of the songs, Spiral, where I sang. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first started trying to uh, learn how to sing. And I was actually taking lessons within that year of, of uh, recording that. And, um, afterwards we kind of just realized that like, like spiral has something special. Like it has that hook. It has that memorable spot and foundation. And it's one of those things that I feel like we should do like moving forward looking for. Yeah. And I was like, well, that actually did work. You know, like we should definitely do more of that. Um, and then like after that album, we did some touring and I like started doing it live and getting used to it. I was like, guys like i feel like i can do this you know what i mean like i think I, this is something that we should definitely look into and they're like yeah so that's all you i was like yeah yeah so um i actually had a little side project with Skywritten. i don't know if you guys are familiar yeah. with that band but um i saw you guys at maxwell's when you ripped up there yeah <laughs> yeah so basically um that was a, a band that i was just kind of helping out and just having it was it was a fun project and i tracked vocals for them and and i performed for them and it was some. It was a, a realm where I can actually like see if I can do it, and uh, in terms of writing and, and recording, and I, I loved it, and the guys loved it, and they were like, "Yeah, man, you, you should definitely try to sing on this next record." I was like, "Okay, Sweet. like we'll see if it happens," and then at the same time, I'm writing, you know, more melodic stuff that has a more ambience environment to it. So like, I felt like the singing had to had to be in there to complement those parts, right? Um, it would just be weird if it was for me, I, I would feel like, especially for Mementa, like in that little section where I do have cleans, like if there was no cleans there, I, I just feel like it, it wouldn't be translated the same. Sure. Yeah. I, I, so was your hand kind of forced to be like in the complete foreground with some of the cleans? Like, I, I think I recall hearing that Eric was in recording 
his screams and he shot his voice during like one like maybe the last studio day and you had to go in and like you were, you guys were supposed to be doing like sort of like gang vocal style but then it ended up just being you singing on the tracks so actually so what it was um what had happened was i tracked my singing first for this new record and i wrote the screams and my own backup screams um for Eric and myself and I was prepared to do it. So I did the singing by the end of the singing. I was like, all right, let's spend like these next three hours and just like whip out the screams that I was supposed to do. And I couldn't do it. Cause I was just so like locked into the singing part and like trying to nail those parts. Like that when the screaming came, I just, my voice was not there. And then we kind of reflected and we're like, well, do we really need your screams on there? And I was like, well, not necessarily. And they're like, well, do you think you could do those live in combination with singing? And I was like, that's a hard maybe. So I think, you know, the whole point of having my screaming with Eric screaming uh, back and forth on the past album was just contrast. But I felt like my singing was enough contrast against his screaming. So he ended up doing it himself and, and we removed some parts and it actually just made the music more breathable at that point. Cool. Literally, like I don't even know if I could do some of the things that uh, I had prepared for myself for backup screaming. So uh, it worked out in the end, and um, yeah, like I'm glad that uh, I was able to get my singing out of the way and and get that because that was the more important aspect of the record that I want to get. Done, That's so. dope. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are in like full rollout mode, and it looks like you guys are ready to kind of take over the world. To be honest, like, <laughs> no, you're getting a vinyl press. You got all this fucking merch it, ready. Purge your Instagram. Yeah, purge the Instagram. That took a long time. There's no fast way to do that. No, that's yeah. fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm in the process of doing it for my personal Instagram. Instagram, but if there's you're just listening, way too much, and yeah. like, I literally have to like budget some time each day to like to remove it. Yeah. And like, yeah, we purged it. It was just a lot easier and a lot cleaner. Sure. To, to market. I, I know, I know face tons of, of musical yeah. acts like to do that to, mm-hmm. okay, that, that album cycle is done. We'll, we'll get rid of it. We'll, we'll keep that in, in the, the photo books in for later archive, or whatever in the archive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's probably the best way to go about things. It, it doesn't convolute like two, two records, two rollouts, two no. tour cycles. It's, it's just like all clean. Any information you need about what's happening right now is going to be right it's there. It's more relevant, right? Like I don't, like for me, I don't scroll down endlessly on a band that I really like. Like yeah, I'm not going I maybe back go to like 2017. I maybe like chuck up like three like rows. What they were doing like yeah. no, I don't. I don't really do that. I don't think anybody else has the time to do that. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to just paint it on the Instagram. Like, what's up? This is it. Like, no scrolling, no, no bullshit. Like, this is what's going on. And I think it's just a lot easier to get the uh the, the point across when you have a consistent flow of of, uh, of a theme yeah i think it's great for the artists it makes my job really tough though because i've been going like i'll go to their instagram or like uh artists like social media and shit and i'm like nothing. i'm trying to like dig oh, deep yeah. and like see what's up and i'm <laughs> Dude, like that's oh so there ain't funny. shit here I oh gotta yeah go elsewhere <laughs> that's true if someone wants to do research it's not instagram's not the one well that's how i ended up finding it, so. like the the, the christmas <laughs> video and like your old vine christmas because yeah. you, you basically forced me to work a little bit harder yeah <laughs> that was the whole plan i was doing that so. <laughs> well i think it's awesome yeah There's probably some shit nobody's ever heard of before <laughs> other than you right yeah um so are you guys like planning to go on tour like a uh, when the album rolls out or is that kind of up in the air um some something's good nda cooking i'm not gonna say much but all right something's cooking fair so, enough um just you know album comes out july 12th mm. so nice 
and yeah, are w- would, are you guys like live ready like or when one okay, i think nathan's tour just is wrapping up yep mm-hmm. his tour is wrapping up so when he gets back we're gonna start like going just, through yeah. the, the motions of it um i've been rehearsing on my own both singing and 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 uh playing guitar um i wouldn't say like we're like if if there was a show like a week from now like i wouldn't say we're ready but uh you know we're, we're all used to like rehearsing on our own and we meet at a space for about mm-hmm. a day and just kind of lock some some things out um we're at like a, at a point like at a, at a point where we can actually do that i know back in the day you had to jam every thursday you know you had to keep keeping that uh that momentum and performance up but i feel like you can all do things individually and then it only take about a couple days for you to lock in yeah. sure sure mm-hmm. yeah is there uh like any you got any funny like studio stories like i i think you guys headed down to detroit to uh <laughs> yeah d- d- we went to to detroit to meet up with nick sampson uh to do some uh some pre-production that guy's done quite a bit of stuff he has he's got yeah. like such a great catalog and honestly he's probably the easiest guy to work with he was just so laid back and um he's uberly talented i couldn't even believe like the the stuff that he was coming up with and was it know. just kind of on the spot or did he have to like you know stew on it for a bit or was it you know what I mean? Yeah. So we sent it, uh, I want to say like a week before we got there, I sent him just like kind of all of our ideas. He listened through it. Um, he didn't really say anything. And then when I got there, he was like, yeah, like I've, I've listened through it. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty sweet. Um, he didn't have anything to add really until we actually took one of the songs and started working on it. Then he put in his like two cents and stuff, but, uh, he's, um, yeah, he's, he's great. So here's an interesting thing. I don't know if you'll know much about this, but I want to ask. So, Nick has worked with Polyphia. Yes. Ray wanted to try out for Polyphia. Oh, yeah. Did he that ever happened. try out? Did, did that end up happening? It did. It actually did. Um, it was actually at that house that you saw that vine in. So, um, I helped track him for the audition. Um, and I don't really, I can't really remember like how it went, but... I think, not well. Yeah, <laughs> he is not there. No, I think um, they went. Well, they obviously went with the direction of yeah. instrumental music because that was a like a peaking thing at that point. Yeah. And uh, honestly, with Ray's schedule right now, there's no way he'd be able to do it. Sure. I think it was more of a passion project, if anything, and to, to see if he can do it because like he's always had pipes and he's always been in bands and stuff. But like, you know, he he was inspired to to start it after seeing like you know auras and stuff but deep down i don't think he really had the time to do it because like right now he's just a busy guy and like sure yeah it's not it's not in the cards right now if i was like hey man you want to start a band like it not gonna happen happen. no yeah he seems to be on his own stride over there yeah he's got a good workflow and and uh you know that's what he wants to do so cool um so we we have a break coming up in about 10 minutes so do you guys want to travel back in time and find out about his musical history before we head to the break i good would idea. love to cool M- musical history yeah so when we w- with our guests we've been doing this thing where we uh kind of go through your musical history from give us a young point you're maybe five to ten years old like li- what 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 kind of tunes were you listening to yeah. interested in back first then? musical memory yeah, first musical memory, and then we go to you're maybe you're about to enter high school. You've yeah. heard a sound that like really kind of twisted your brain up a little bit and sent you in a different direction. Cool. And then where you're at now. Okay, cool. Want to play that game? Let's play the game. Cool. So, tell us 
What's the first game? What's your first musical memory? My first musical memory? Um, it was uh, it was receiving drumsticks and a drum pad from my sponsor of confirmation uh, from my uh, sister's Butch. boyfriend at the time. Butch. Butch. That's it. Yeah, his name was Butch. <laughs> Damn, you guys did your research. Uh, yeah, so he uh, he gave me a drum pad and some sticks, and he was like, you know, drums are you know pretty cool. Here's here's some sticks. I'm like Like I don't really, I'm not really listening to any music or anything like that, like as religiously as I am right now. But you know. The idea of just like hitting the pad, like not really understanding any rudiments or anything, it was it was cool. Like, you know, you don't really need much to be musical. Uh, that, that was like my first uh, first thing, yeah. And then, well, it's kind of an interesting trajectory you took. So you sort of got into guitar by fluke, like a buddy left his PV rig at your yep, place. He left his PV rig. It was like one of those PV starter kits, and uh, I picked up the guitar and. Uh, I was just playing around. It sucked, but like it was cool. And I was always in, I was always intrigued by guitars. Like I, w- I would go to my friend's house, and his dad would have like a Marshall amp and like a and a guitar, and I'd be like, "Man, I just want to play it." But I feel like he's gonna kill me if I touch it. <laughs> uh, but it was the first time where I was exposed to it, and no one was watching. That was the big thing. No one was watching, so I was able to just sound terrible on my own and experiment without anyone judging me. That's the best. It it was really it was the it was best it was amazing, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I still can picture my room with it sitting there and I just played and I actually wrote I won't even say a song. It was like a riff and I was like, "Okay, like that's really good. That feels good." And like that kind of just I actually I think it was like a month later I I got that same starter kit and I started just jamming. Oh. No less. Isn't it nothing. interesting the kind of shit you'll come up with when you know nobody's ever going to hear it as yep. compared to wh- when you're going to export stuff to be at your friends or the world at large? Like it's it's completely different it's, sounds. And that's in like the way that I write still to this day is always being by myself. I don't like when people's or when people are beside me or mm-hmm. in or can hear me. I'm like at the lowest thing and I'm yeah. like just playing around and. And I, I think that's a good headspace to be in because it's it's only you that can judge yourself. Right? I agree. I've had a bunch of times where like buddies want to meet up and kind of jam around and noodle around and try some stuff out. And I'm like way more reserved in the things I'm willing to do when somebody's just sitting beside me, even if they're not right. the type of person who's going to judge you, like you can do whatever you want. There's still yeah. like this really like early man part of your brain where it's like, I don't want to show all my cards here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna, yeah. Like I don't, wanna, I don't need to reveal it's too just much. weird to like. I'm going to play something and I know you're going to listen and like, I might not play it properly. So I might not get the point across and, right. and like, I don't know if you have to go soon or like whatever. Like there's just so many factors. Versus yeah. I guess just, you already just, you know, in your head that it's different than what's going to come out already. Exactly. You don't have to worry about like presenting it. You know what I mean? I'm good to just sound shitty on my own <laughs> and, you know, get it sounding at a certain point then i could show it to sure people, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? cool. and like it's 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 just always been like that for writing with me it's just always by myself like just getting in my zone and like then when i feel like i want to show it to people then i show it to people yeah i think it's the coolest way to write i love watching like little video documentaries where like uh, one comes to mind 
most particularly with John Frusciante from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. And he like broke off from the group for like a year and a half, two years, went on like a huge heroin binge. And oh, but he was like writing his own solo material. And it's like some of the most progressive shit you could ever imagine. <laughs> oh. But he was only doing it just because he's by himself. And like, yeah, the, the music's for him and him only. Basically, you see that on a lot of solo artists that kind of break away from, you know, uh, bands like think of Jason Richardson. You know, I mean, the stuff yeah. that he was doing versus like what he was doing in, in Born of Osiris or uh, what was the other one? Uh, Chelsea Grin. Chelsea Grin, um, who said that it's like when Jason Richardson joins a band, he becomes the band. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just like it's that mindset where you can actually get in your own headspace and not yeah. worry about anybody. And I think that's like the best safe spot for me. Dope. Doing yeah. anything really. All right. Middle point. Turning point in music. You you heard where'd you get some edgy? sound. Yeah, where'd you get oh. edgy? Where'd you get angsty? Oh, you want to know? Okay, so I mean, the first uh, the first song that really did it for me was Unholy Confessions. Yeah, Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> uh, that was just like I didn't even like screaming. I like I hated it, and I was just like, but that riff is is cool, and like just like the the flow of the song. It's got a great hook. It's memorable. I loved it. Um, that's what kind of got me into just like heavy edgy stuff. Now I have all, I have like, I have to thank Eric for this. He gave me a CD full of all the scene stuff. You know what I mean? I'm talking about <laughs> under oath. Did remember I, I, I tray you. Yeah. Like, cause, like, Yo, cause I, like that's a I different realm. Attack, to, attack, I still attack, listen attack. to a day to remember. But even before like, that, like on a monthly basis, I'm talking like, um, Bayside and, um, what else? Like, uh, What's the Ronnie Rack, Rack, uh Escape the Fate? Oh, like that God. kind of realm, you know what I mean? Like there was like the metal, like Trivium, Children of Bodom, Bullet for My Valentine, yeah. Event Sevenfold, like, right? That was like my bread and butter. But then he showed me this other realm, which where I look, po- I used post, to look at post it. Hardcore. I used to, exactly. I used yeah. to look at it and be like, man, that's weird. Like yeah. I don't see any <laughs> talent in the guitar work at all. But then when I like actually listen, I'm like, wait, no, these are actually just good songs. It's not always about the guitar anymore. And like that's kind of where. I realized like I don't have to shred. Like it's not that's not gonna get you successful. It's just making good songs. Sure. You know I mean? Sure. Everything's gotta mingle. And that's I remember he gave me that C D. It was he had to burn it like a DVD so there was more <laughs> songs he could put on there. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I put that on my like Did he write something funny on the front of it? Um no. No. It was just Damn. like blank and he just gave it to me. I don't know where it is, but like that just blew my mind because like there was just so much music that I've never been exposed to and it's not like streaming where you just like I'm gonna go on this playlist and I'm gonna discover 15 different bands yeah, yeah. it was like what is this who are these people yeah. and then at the same time MySpace was blowing up so then you actually can see the band you can actually yeah. see what they look I like I miss that image. shit man yeah. I yeah. wish it was still around top to friends honest. you know you kind of yeah. go through like oh like they're okay cool and I, honestly that's how I found Periphery Oh yeah, nice. it was it was going through Facebook uh, top friends. I think it was the top friends of like, I want to say, Haste the Day or something Haste like the day. another band that was I was huge on. But I just remember getting uh, going across into Periphery. And there was no vocals; it was just like clean, cl- like just instrumental. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then when they dropped their album, I was like, whoa, like yeah, this is. Yeah. This is different. That's dope. Yeah, I actually had a really weird way of coming across some new music sort of during that period. I I had a friend who didn't have internet 
So he wasn't using like like any peer to peer like software to like steal music like most people were doing. Yeah. He was going to the public library and borrowing albums and he didn't like know what was on them. And he would bring them home and he would rip them on a laptop right. and then he would burn me CDs <laughs> or like put them on Whoa. USB sticks and shit. For free? Or just give it to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, like a really homie. good friend of mine. I've known him since I was like three, like uh, maybe like he's, four or he's five He's like years a old. living iPod. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Jesso. Fucking dude's Man, wild. Ryan what a what a homie yeah like. yeah like he, he was showing me like really early work from like beck and like the dandy warhols like i know it's not like in, in like the hardcore no scene but like anything, it's the same yeah it's the same thing. he was like he was like basically crate digging for cds man <laughs> wow you could have made like a serious business with that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then got arrested yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have downloaded a car <laughs> yeah that's awesome though um okay and then like whereabouts are you now you said you're not listening to a ton of like like metal right now i, I i'm listening to metal like uh there's a a pot i'm oh, sorry a podcast. there's a playlist called new core on spotify i, I listen to that new a lot. core new core yeah okay. it's it's um i think they had the there. same playlist on pornhub yeah nice. new core yeah <laughs> yeah uh, nude core <laughs> uh, no it's uh it's a mix of just a lot of stuff like errors on there a lot of post-hardcore but also like proggier stuff um but then i just like listen to whatever's like ground shaking for sure, me like sure. like for example periphery is one of them um the Kadinya, I don't know if you guys listen to them. They're like this European. Oh, that's band. how you pronounce it. Kadinya. Kidin, I, I like. I listened to that like literally two weeks ago. I was like, "What are they doing?" Yeah. What's that uh, band you showed me a couple weeks back where nobody knows any of the members? Oh, Sleep Token. Sleep Token. You ever heard yeah, of that? I like, have not. Yeah, this shit's yeah, wild. You have to burn you me a CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ask Ryan Jessel. We can check it out after the cast. It's yeah. definitely <laughs> worth checking. Yeah, out. it's, it's guys guys really cool. out there stuff. Um, but yeah, I listen to that stuff. I also listen to just a lot of like hip-hop and r&b like that's just like my like when i grew up that's what i grew up with like right, usher right. and hell yeah cisco yes and, and nice. like uh, uh, nelly jowl yeah like, sweatsuit nelly yeah like seriously remember like, that double album that he released yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was like half his face and he was wearing like a nice club enough and the other one was him in like his suede you know yeah with his suede <laughs> with like his headband and shit yeah he see he can get away with that stuff because he's nelly, nelly. But, um i actually saw him in guelph uh, not too long ago. Where? Um, is it the Guelph Concert Theater? Guelph Concert Theater. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It was. It was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> did he pack the place? Uh, he did. Nice. What was but, what was disappointing? If you feel comfortable saying. No, of course. I don't think Nelly's listening. No, yeah, Nelly. So either. But it, it, to me, this is an attack. To me, like <laughs> I've seen some good production, like stage production. You know what I mean? I feel like you're obligated to kind of give people a show. He went up, took off his shirt, put on the track, and sang with it. That's the fucking show! And he was just like, the entire time, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're not, like, you're yeah. there, like, if people are at the front, yeah, like, you're that close to Nelly. Like, that's worth it. But you didn't really put on a show. I don't show. even know if that's worth it. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> no. Like, I mean, he looks good. For how old were like was he fifty? I don't know, but like oh jeez, uh, he, he how old is Nelly? Let's see, he's, like I'm saying, he's not fifty. There's I don't no know, but maybe like forty. I don't know, but he let's let's see here, Nelly age, Nelly. Photography. He's now using the band aids to hold back the wrinkles. Forty four. Wow, he's Damn. pretty close. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, 
uh, How I don't old know. Are for we, me, man? what the fuck? Like for someone like who just wants to go there for the nostalgia, oh, and you've had a few shots, like great. But I just walked in. Oh, you didn't have a few shots. I I actually did, <laughs> but like for me, come com- <laughs> like being a musician, like you kind of look at other right. things, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, man, like I could have, you could have done so much but you could have had a band sure you know what i mean like i've seen bryson tiller live i've seen post malone live they've had a band they actually had like real planning production proper production and of course they have a bigger budget for that because nelly is you know it's not as relevant anymore but it's just that's the kind of thing i look for cool yeah all right you dudes want to take a break sure all right we'll be back in 10 minutes or so 10 minutes Hey. Yo, I don't think that was five seconds. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. How was your break? I hope you all went well. The water was great. Water yeah. was great. Brita filtered. Water is one of my favorite fucking things. I doubt it. I'd hope so. You're made mostly of it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have children. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I've already got three. Oh, man. I've got kids somewhere. Do you think there's a planet filled with aliens that are made of 90% orange juice? Mm. Christian, I don't know if I'd <laughs> like to answer that fucking question. Violence. Yo, never getting scurvy. Yeah. yeah. I think we solved that problem a while ago. <laughs> hey, want to know yeah. something weird about scurvy? So you know yep. how pirates call each other limey bastards? Oh. Okay. It's Go because on. the pirates or like sailors would like come to shore. Pirates. And they would like try to hook up with ladies, but they would smell like limes because their captains would mix limes into their they're like ale so they wouldn't get scurvy because they didn't want to eat just limes oh so they call you a limey limey bastard interesting i love etymology is that is that where sprite came from (laughs) from trying to prevent scurvy (laughs) (laughs) a bunch of lime in it (laughs) no that's seven up (laughs) nobody liked it very much (laughs) spritz up that's a spritz that's a good How did Yo, I what about that? I drank that like oh it's the same thing spritz up yeah like spritz. what about like Doctor Pib and Doctor Zip hey Ugh. no one Pib is great you oh, I've never actually had you guys like Pib, Pib? Those. um so you, go, you ever go to a Coke freestyle machine like, uh, you know, the Coke machine, yeah like, the yeah yeah they, they had one at like uh, Union yeah, the theater and stuff like that yeah. oh yeah like, yeah like, subway freestyle or yeah and it's called <laughs> Coke freestyle and they have like all the different kinds of Coke drinks you got Fanta. Uh, you got high C, which is like the sunny D kind of thing. Yeah. And then um, I keep looking at you just because you're at the theater. So I, I, I'm, I'm looking for approval. That's Evan. <laughs> I'm looking for the. What up, up, high but, C? But there's, but there's this, but there's this brand called uh, Pib with two B's. I've seen it. I've never drank it. <laughs> so is, but, so um, that's Coca-Cola's <laughs> version of Dr. Pepper? Correct. Okay. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And what is Dr. What? Pepper? It's like 23 flavors. Yeah, 23 flavors. And they're fantastic. And is Pib just like, we got 10? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're just Pib. We got 24. What is, like, it's just a. How do you even market that? That's such a sad. Well, there's name. like, there's they like peanut butter called, like, Jif. Pib. Like, up, guys. Come on. And Pib up. And spelled J I F to end the argument. But Jif has more, like, swag to it where Pib. Pib. <laughs> I feel like you have to really pronounce You want to give me a uh, can of Pib? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, it just, it sounds awkward off the bat. Yeah. Or I like agree. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or imagine going to a restaurant and you're like, uh, what would you like to drink? Uh, can I get a Coke? Uh, we have Pib. Is that okay? I, I feel um, like when you guys go on a European tour, you're going to meet a guy named Pib. 
Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But, but yeah, who names that shit like right off the bat? Like, I feel like you're just destined to fail. It just Chubby like was laziness. a weird one. Like, uh, b- imagine a boardroom full of people and some guys like, let's call it Dr. Pizzazz. And they're like, nah, let's, let's just go with Pib, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I guess that works. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mountain Dew is Mountain cool. Mist. I kind of miss Mellow Yellow. You guys Mellow Yellow's Mellow in Yellow? those freestyle machines now. What? Yeah. Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow. Is it as is good it? as I remember? Not in all the machines. Remember Blue Pepsi? Hell yeah. yeah. I remember going to fucking... Uh, what's that shit around All here? Right. Story Storybook Gardens. Do you guys remember that place? Storybook Gardens? Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? It was like about? somewhere no around here. Yeah. It was like a popular place to like take your kids. Like I remember going when I was like seven or that? eight. And they, yeah, yeah. And there was just like a bunch. Of, it was like themed after like fairy tales, if I remember correctly. But for doing? some reason, like. Yeah, yeah. And like I think Humpty Dumpty was like on a wall somewhere. But that was the first place I tried blue Pepsi. And within 15 minutes of drinking it, I just started throwing up blue oh, no. everywhere. And, but I was like, when it was coming up, I'm like, this is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and then they discontinued that shit, probably because yeah. thousands of other children. Were I feel like there up was something wrong with it because I, I drank it. And I was like, oh, it's pretty good, but something doesn't feel right. Yeah. It looks like chemical. Is it it? Was, do you do you oh, remember when they did like the the different colored like mustards and like oh ketchups yeah, and oh, yeah, the purple, oh, yeah. Ketchup. 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 purple yeah. ketchup yeah purple ketchup that shit was gross that was but it, it it was gross but like it shouldn't affect it but i put it in my mac and cheese one time oh and then i like mix it i was like whoa and i like <laughs> i was like telling myself it's just ketchup it's just and i just couldn't do it It just goes to show you like how much the appearance of something can affect the taste like i i hear about this restaurant where all the waiters are blind and they like turn out the lights i don't, yep. I don't think they're blind it's noir. <laughs> right. it, it, they are i heard about that i know it, i i didn't hear about that blindfolded yeah. no they're blind dude you get, I think you get blindfolded and, and the, the lights wait, are out. Look it up. Waiters are blind. Look it up. Yes. Yeah, they, they look see, up. They look see, up Noir. What do they do? Echo location. Toronto. Look up wait, 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 Noir. Josh has some information. No, they, they, I think they sit you down and like make sure that everything's placed in a proper right. spot so that you can eat and like they, yeah, you just eat blind. Yeah. Because you taste. Not the club. You t- taste better. Oh, Noir. Yeah, it's like your, your palate. It's, it's better, better in the dark. dark. I wonder what kind of freaky shit goes on here. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> the lights out. Uh, Dying in the dark. It's in Montreal. I'd be interested oh, to try too. it because like... Control F blind. There's definitely been times when I've been sitting in a pitch black room like munching on pizza yeah, after like a, a little bit... Type in like too many tokes and it was like really delicious. <laughs> uh, the socially <laughs> con- <laughs> Just opening blind... Um. Yeah, originated I, I, from a blind pastor in Zurich who would blindfold his dinner guests so they uh, could share his eating experience. Yeah, I guess the waiters aren't blind. So the origin. Did they leave alive? Oh, they're not? How are waiters going to walk around giving you food if they can't see you? How do blind people walk around, dude? You think they're going to be walking around with a cane feeling their way around? Maybe Echo they just know the they restaurant blind? really well. as well. The servers are blind? <laughs> no, I thought they were blind. The, the chef is blind, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like blood. <laughs> yeah. You see? Okay, we should this have tastes like an accident. Oh, that's what it Would somebody turn on the fucking lights? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have it. <laughs> Helps with the electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> the well, where doing? is this place? Where can I go try this? Toronto? Yep. Uh, yep. Neat. Yeah, I've been, I've been wanting to check it out, but I think it's uh, 
I don't know if it's a risk. I don't think it's a risk. I don't think it's a risk. We can all go. What about restroom? What's restroom? Oh, no, using the restroom. Using the restroom. I thought you were like, oh, there's a different restroom. It's called restroom. You're just going to piss on the seat. And then someone sits down like, oh, I should have expected that. What's restroom? That is weird. You guys ever been taking a piss and the light burnt out? In the in, a, in like a public restroom? Yeah. No. Oh. That's happened to me before. It's the most dangerous territory you could ever Were you, imagine. Sounds like a horror movie. Number one or number two? <laughs> I was just pissing. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> I feel like I would be less concerned if I was shitting. Like, your ass is already planted right yeah, there. Yeah, you're you know, right. You know what's going on. But imagine on. it's one of those things I was using, like, like echolocation to piss. And, like, like, the lights turn off, and then they turn back on. There's, like, someone's, like, feet, like, right there. And then you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be worse. You just hear yeah. breathing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Kind of, kind of reminds me when we played uh, at our place in uh, Brantford. Uh, was, I was, was, I was in the bathroom you? in the stall, and um, there was Uh-oh. this really drunk guy, and uh, I was just... You know, finishing up in the stall. Yeah. You mean straight legging? Oh, yeah. And he uh, and he comes into the bathroom. And you know how sometimes you hear, like, drunk people, like, mumbling to themselves. And they're, like, zoning out. Like, they're kind of just standing there and whatever. Yeah. This guy decided to zone out into, like, my stall door. So you just hear him sitting there going, oh, you should talk to her. <laughs> what? <laughs> like it's like stuff like that, and like he's kind of like laughing, giggling to himself, and I'm just sitting Yo, there like, you should have just started life coaching him from the other side of the door. I'm like, yeah, you should, yeah. 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 What's her name? Yeah, what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I was, uh, I was kind of freaked out because I just kind of had like the pre-show jitters. So yeah, I'm like, of course. I'm just kind of like sitting everything there like, throws you off when you have that. Yeah, exactly. You're just kind of trying to get in the zone, and I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> okay. I don't want to deal with this. He walks out of the bathroom. I'm thinking, okay, I'm fine. Could you see him through like the little crack so in the, the door? Well, I saw his feet right at the. Yeah. At, oh, that's were they pointing here. towards you? Or yeah. Were they oh, they were, away from they were like they were like kind of towards me, but kind of on an angle. So he's like, <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell it wasn't like an intentional like just it wasn't like a face attack. in front of the door. He yeah. was kind of like leaning over, and he's probably like looking at something else, but he's really close to my door. So he leaves the bathroom, and I'm like, okay, well, this is my chance. And before I can get out, he comes back in because I see him like through the crack, but he goes to the end of the bathroom. And just like is looking at my door still, but he's like at the very end of the bathroom. I'm looking through the door, and at this point, I'm just like, "All right, I got to get out of here." And then he left, and that was it. Hopefully, and, uh, he talked to did her. Did it kill your yeah. jet? Yeah. yeah, hopefully he did. Well, <laughs> hopefully actually, it all worked. That, that out. guy got kicked out because um, one of the bands that we were playing with, one of the members was like changing his shirt or something, or like what, what was it? Like yeah, he was just changing his shirt. And they have like a little like lounge area where there's some couches, and he was in that area where he was like taking off his shirt. And that drunk guy who was in the bathroom just goes on the couch and just starts like taking off his clothes, <laughs> and then he just gets kicked out for that. What? The yeah. Fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like watching like him just like set up no shirt on, just like all right. Wow. Yikes! What are we doing? What a what a character. Yeah. Sorry. I wonder what happened for the rest of the night with that guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, it's much. Brantford, so he probably went to the casino. Well, that's yeah. like the guy we saw at the 420 fest. Like, I wonder what the rest of his life is like. Oh yeah. <laughs> What happened there? Oh, uh, there was just this guy <laughs> who we saw throughout the uh, throughout the entire day, and he was just consistently like at the same level of like energy, yeah. which was just kind of like you know you know those like heavy hitter moshers, oh, yeah, like one of those dudes. Yeah, and he always had a different shirt on, but yeah, he was his shirts kept getting it, ripped like, in half. 
And um, why? <laughs> I don't know. By the end of the night, he had no shirt on, and we were hanging out outside Harmony Lunch, uh, watching a show. And uh, he just kind of comes out. We look, you know, we, we don't really pay attention to him. Kind of walks out, slips on this exposed like PVC <laughs> pipe, just face flat on the ground, bounces, bounces. Yeah, dude, bounce. he was and, straight uh, onto his chest, yeah. right into the fucking dirt. And uh, kind of just gets up, looks at all of us. And we're like, well, he doesn't get up. Sorry, we we helped him get up, or you yeah, guys did. And uh, he, yeah, yeah, he gets uh, up. Of course. But, well, it was after like a second of just kind of. And somebody in the alleyway, so somebody of, in the alley is yelling. Get him off the cold ground! Because <laughs> he had no shirt on at this point. <laughs> and then wow. we uh, we help him up and he just goes, you know, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, he said that he had saw, or he looked at the pipe earlier in the day and said to himself, I'm going to trip on, trip on that at some point today. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And then, yeah, he, he like went into the venue afterwards covered in fucking tit dirt. <laughs> like starts like massaging so there's there's this band snakes performing and he starts like fixing the one guy's hair it's getting weird the band's like not really acknowledging him (laughs) he like takes his tattered up shirt that's like hanging out of his pocket and he like throws it back onto the drummer and the drummer's like trying to play around it while like trying to throw this thing off of him (laughs) (laughs) the worst worst because like then you really have to stop playing right right and uh, then they go into like this breakdown mode, like everybody's just shredding fucking hard solos, and he just grabs the mic and does like this gu- guttural scream into it for like forty seconds straight, and then walks out of the venue and disappears into the night. <laughs> what a legend! Hell yeah! Hell Did you yeah! Get his name? No. Well, we we're trying to figure out who he who he is. We have like a picture of his backside, and uh, there was like people in like the festival's Facebook group, like yo. Who was that dude who had like 17 shirts and his ass was hanging out all night? So like other people are aware of him as well. It, like mm. isn't just us and I'm sure I'm sure some somewhere down the line we're going to figure out who this guy is. Get his is. name, get him on here, yeah, yeah, get him on yeah. the podcast. Let's hear his story. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Is everything all right? <laughs> you guys have any ridiculous shit go down at any of your shows? Um there's um most re- recent one we were playing at the Place in Cambridge in Hespa was, was that called five one five? It yeah. used to yeah. be called that, but it had a new name or something, or maybe it was the same thing. But anyways, um, yeah, broken nose. But then he just kept going. Oh, yeah, he's just like, ah, oh, my nose is broken. Um, <laughs> I I honestly can't really think about a specific moment on on the road or anything. That's probably pretty good though. But we've had moments. I just can't think of anything yeah. right now. There's just so many. Anything really sweet ever happened? Some anybody any fan professed their love for you guys? Um, no stalkers. No, but I did have stalkers. We yeah. were in Arizona one time, and we were just kind of just you know playing our show or whatever. And this girl comes up, she's like, "Oh, like you know, uh, I love your stuff and whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, where are you from?" She's like, "Kitchener." I was like, "What?" what? She's. I'm like, "We're from Kitchener." She's like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, why are you here? She's like, well, I've been living here for the past year. And it was like super random. We're just like, wow. Like someone. Whoa. That's from- fucking crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I was saying to, to these guys like maybe a week ago, I, I ran into somebody from fucking Kitchener while I was on vacation in Mexico. Like it's funny just how so far happen. away. And it, and it was like some dude I like went to high school with. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it, hey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, man? How, how you been? I don't see you in Kitchener. Let's do the small talk halfway across the fucking world. Yeah. Um, so I have a funny little question here. 
and I hope you want to play along. I like funny questions. So uh, Eric is the self-proclaimed renovation king, the construction king. You, you. <laughs> um, if, if if you guys had to, or if you had to choose what each band member was the king of, what would they be the king of? Is Nathan the vacuum king? <laughs> Are you aware of the vacuum incident? Um, I've lived with him. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him vacuum. Oh my god! What? When it, when we had him on here, he told us he, the funniest. He, yeah, fucking he was story. Ta- he was talking about uh, was that on tour bus yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe hundred percent. I just feel like we just didn't have a good vacuum. I think it just kind of brushed <laughs> well. That was around. that was like a main point of his story was yeah. that he had never had a nice vacuum before until they were on tour. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he's like, I just really liked using that vacuum, man. Our house was atrocious. There was always pizza bits on the floor, even though <laughs> all the time, and just food because like it was uh, it was actually the entire band plus Ray living there. Holy it shit! It was called the Cottage. Wow. R.I.P. It was 417 Tamarack. It was the best. Um, there was just food always up at, like on the floor. And for some reason, we'd be like, well, maybe this vacuum is going to work this time. And we would literally just brush it around, put it under the like the <laughs> bacon bits, just flying into the other corners. And we're just like, what? We're cleaning. It's great. So, um, yeah, I mean... If you consider that vacuuming, yes, we, we, we did vacuum, but uh, he would not be the vacuum king. What is um, Nathan the king of? Mm, I'll get back to you on that one. Uh, so if, if Eric's the renovation king, Aaron is the... Man. That's a hard question. <laughs> I know. Like, it's I'm a like, little I'm, abstract. I'm, like, and... I'm literally thinking of like a crown on Aaron's head, and I just... It doesn't click, and I'm just confused. <laughs> really, really confused. Good at actually, no. Oh, I, I got this. I one. mean, they can be the prince or like no. He's the, the king, the duchess. Aaron is the Aaron is the, the king of missing exits. <laughs> <laughs> Always, every time we're going somewhere, if if it's tour, we'll just be going, and I'm like at this point where I'm like, should I let him know? Like, I feel no. He knows what he's doing, and then it just. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, oh, we missed the exit. Oh, we missed the exit. Like, always, like he's just so like famous for that. So yes, missing exits off of a highway. That's hilarious too, because a GPS lets you know like obnoxiously far obnoxiously. in advance. I'm like, dude, why do you even have the GPS on if you're not even gonna look at the GPS? You know what I mean? Like, I think he just kind of gets into the zone because yeah, yeah. he drives a lot for work and stuff, but. Yeah, he would just like miss him. Like, yeah, we just we just totally missed it. That's funny. Damn. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I can't really think of anything else. I'll, I'll, I'll sit right. on it though. For me, I'm I don't know, king of really sick riffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so much pressure. Um, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> That's okay. Let's go with sick riffs. Yeah. Sick what riffs. are you guys the kings of? Me? You're the king of Little Caesars, dude. <clears throat> Not I, anymore, dude. I he retired stop. that. Yeah, I retired that. <laughs> I stopped Little Caesars a long time ago. All right. I don't know. What do you think we're the but kings I, of? Yeah. I don't know, really. Come on. Tell us. King of Little Caesars. All right. King of the bubbler that looks like a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing you can come up with. <laughs> it's the most recent thing in my memory. <laughs> Unfucking believable <laughs> oh, You would have said interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> king of interrupting yeah yeah that's a good one actually the the king of disrupting my train of thought <laughs> oh, I, f- I found one for okay 
He is the king of tripping over cords of N64s. <laughs> Specifically N64s? N64s, yeah. So we'd be on tour, and we always bring an N64 with us and play Super Smash Brothers. And, of course, they have wires, right? And this guy, he he would try to hop over it, but instantly, like, just trip over it. And, it, and obviously, the cords are not that big, so it just pulls the N64 off of, like, any surface, unplugs it, hits beer or something, and just always... <laughs> Always. And and probably the action of him jumping made the situation way worse. Like <laughs> causing the thing to be yanked. It wouldn't even, even be more a violent. jump. It'd be like a little one legged hop because he's trying to plan for the next yeah. I know landing. the jump. I know and, the jump. And then, I think but any, then anybody like, entangles plays himself. It just and I think it's his big skater shoes or something. That oh, just, is he wearing like, fat farms? Yeah, maybe. Osiris. Osiris. Airwalks. Yeah. I got some airwalks. Yeah, but like nice. they were like the big ones, right? Okay. So, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that was a, a big Caucasian clogs as they call them. Is that what they call them? No, it's just what I call them. Right <laughs> That's now. hilarious. Oh man! <laughs> Did you uh, participate in any fashion trends that you regret deeply? Fashion trends? Uh, I used to straighten my hair. No. <laughs> How long Jesus. was it? Uh, no. It used to not that long. Was it like, like the emo straighten, or was it like full head of? Like... No, it wasn't full. Because like the thing is, with my hair when I was younger, it was super curly. Afro. Kind of. Not as much as Aaron. Aaron's got that. He's got like these serious curls. But anyways, I used to just straighten it because it was just easier to style back when you were seen or whatever. And I used to do that before shows. Seen. But then one night you'd sweat, it would just come back and then look even worse. <laughs> yeah. Or if you just, the humidity slightly changes, it's like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I used to straighten my hair. I will. What about you, Christian? Honestly, I think I've pretty much dressed the same my whole life. Bullshit. When I was younger, I, I used to, no, listen to this. When I was younger, I used to buy this gel that you could put in your hair and it would give you like temporary highlights for like as long as the gel. Oh, is it the spike to be? Or it's called, to be, it was, to be. Mine was called ice gel. Oh, <laughs> and you would like buy it at like oh. fucking, um, what's that garbage ass hair, hair salon? First choice. First, First choice. choice. Yeah. Where they fuck your shit up every time. Hey, they were really good at shaving my head. (laughs) What? After they butchered one of your haircuts? Yeah, we're just going to have to shave this down. Yeah, this one's going to happen. Just has to shave my head. Yeah. There was a point in my life where, like, I started growing my hair out, like, longer, and then I, like, went there to get it cut, and they literally just, like, boxed my shit out, and I went back to school, and, like, ten people told me I look like Princess Leia, and I was like, Mom, I'm never going to first fucking choice again! Your mom forced you to go to first choice? Yeah, it was cheap. Yeah. It's like yeah. six Back bucks for a hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, first choice was just at every like, yeah. little it was... uh, uh, plaza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was either I mean. first choice or your mom cuts your hair. But the thing was, for most of my <laughs> life, I just like, I had like a Caesar cut. Like, it was like nothing like nice. ridiculous. Caesar cut. It's, it's just like mostly shaved Number two down, on the sides, just... finger length on top. Yeah. Exactly. The Caesar cut. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just slap some gel in yeah, your hand. You I run it back for, and... uh, for a fade guy, or even going for that wave check. Fade, but yeah. all right. <laughs> that was back when the full hawk was huge too. So oh, I used to geez. like strain the full hawk part of it. Nice. <laughs> so lame. Nice. So oh, weird. Fuck. I just see That's myself actually... in the mirror, just like yeah. I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I'm ready. To I'm go. ready to play a, play a show. I'm so glad that was like the the hairstyle I didn't hop on the fucking faux hawk yeah. it was just a tragedy oh my God. It, yeah and like it would look good on certain people but like people who would try to attempt it just, oh. well that's how it works dude you look through like like a, a, a hairstyling catalog and there's all these male models and 
like one of them has a mullet and they're like pulling it off amazingly and you're like <laughs> how is that even possible yeah. like, <laughs> but you're like i want that <laughs> Fuck Let's go. yeah and then you go then you go to first choice you're like i want this and they're just like okay yeah and then butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they immediately just start shaving your head down. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no part of that. To there's shave. no option. Yeah, they just go for it. It's like a fast food joint, but they only offer one combo and fast it's just ha- shaved. It's a fast hair joint. <laughs> that was amazing. That's funny. Oh man. Any any you guys got any cringy haircuts? Um I had a I had a faux hawk by the way and I did not pull it off well. <clears throat> it was very bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, some um, people just don't have that hair for it, you know. Yeah, I remember seeing a Nirvana video where Kurt Cobain had red hair, and I thought I wanted red hair, so I went to the hairstylist, and she made me a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Can I, mean, I have that red?" Takes hair? Some, that takes some some talent. Did she? Do say you know it? how embarrassing that was going to school as a fucking ginger after? It does. <laughs> like, who's the new kid? <laughs> Shout out to all the gingers out there. Fuck yeah. me. Oh my god. And Wait. My, so when you said I want red hair, and she's like. Red hair, like yeah, she was like sure. red hair, she's like red hair, red. And, was, thought, and you're like, and you're like, yeah, red, you know, like red, and she's like, like people, red hair, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it went oh down. My. And what'd you get, like, like strawberry blonde? <laughs> I got fucking orange. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's how it usually goes. Oh Even if you God, wanted to go man. blonde, right? Sometimes right. it'll turn out orange, and then now you're just a freak. So you look like that girl from that. Uh, that yes, movie. I look like a girl. No, no, for that movie with Bruce Willis, you know, um, in the future. Where she's got, she's like the fifth girl element. The, yeah, oh, fifth yeah. element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Can you uh, let's just get a nice little glimpse of that? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen this. Oh come on! Everybody's seen the. Yeah. Oh no. Uh oh. Let's just uh, answer some correspondence while we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who had orange hair? Bruce Willis. Oh. Yeah. There oh, it is. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yep. That looks Look insane. Look at Bruce Willis. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. Holla, put me on the screen, dude. That is nice. That, that That's real orange. Yeah, it was. Was it a good movie? Um, yeah, it's fucking great. I think it's From what I remember. Good. Yeah, I, I watched it when I was like really young. Same. I remember that alien tripping me out, whatever the yeah, fuck that is. A lot of movies back in the day, like if you're... You're younger. Oh, look at Chris Tucker right like, there. That is, yeah, from, Chris uh, Tucker is like from, terrifying. Uh, yeah, was, that freaked me out. What was that movie? Wait, Chris Tucker's not from that movie. He's from, that's from, uh, um, is it, uh, um, that's in Fifth Element. Yeah, that is Fifth that's Element. That's Fifth Element? Yeah. 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 I thought that was from, uh, no, you know what I thought it was? <laughs> I thought it was that Eddie Murphy movie, uh, you Saving Pluto Nash, or, or no, Pluto, The Adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> Definitely not seen that. Neither. <laughs> wow. I don't think anybody should. Have you guys Why? watched any good TV re- recently? Recently? Oh, sorry, that came out <laughs> weird. Recently? Uh, <laughs> nah. Um, nah. Who watches TV anymore? Yeah, man? I've Crave. Uh, it's got some HBO, some gems in there, and like. You've been watching Thrones. Uh, so I'm on season two. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm like trying to like binge my way to the top. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just glad that I have lots of. To watch, Options, to watch yeah. but I'm just like dodging spoilers. But for like <laughs> for Game of Thrones, like I don't really care to be spoiled or whatever. But um, I I recently... feel like the spoilers mean nothing in Game of Thrones because the story's exactly. so convoluted. You're like, exactly. I don't even have any clue what this means like, and when this scene happens. And how that's gonna would still be just as surprising. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that that show is just so like there's just so many things going on that right. like. Even if one thing is spoiled, something else is going to spark your interest a little bit more. So, 
But uh, I've been, I just, I'm trying to finish True Detective t- season two. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. HBO's no. really good show. Like, um, the first season's got uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey. And uh, Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Yeah. Cool. Um, pretty good. Uh, but it's only for like the first <laughs> season. Each season has different actors and actresses and stuff. Awesome. Who's in the second one? Uh, Vince Vaughn, Rachel McAdams, uh, Colin Ooh. Farrell. Um and a bunch of other actors that I can't name off right now. I gotta check that shit mm-hmm. out. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious because I got devastated by this show yesterday. So probably once a once a month, I take like a little stroll through Netflix, and I mostly just watch trailers and then end up leaving without watching like a damn thing. There you go. But I decided to put on a show yesterday. It's like this new sketch show comedy. Uh, and I think it's like written and directed by Andy Samberg and like his partner from the Lonely Island. Oh, it was one know. of the most you awful things I've ever seen. Thing. Well, because I, I saw like um, Tim Heidecker was in the trailer. So I was like, oh, OK, this is going to be like that Tim and Eric, like kind of like funny, like yeah. that weird funny. Yeah. And it was just fucking trash. Is I, it new? Yeah, it looked like it had just come out like this Ugh. week. Yeah, they got some things like that in Netflix where you're just like, what? (laughs) Well, it it was odd because, like, some of the jokes were, like, funny, but then they, like, dragged them out for, like, ten minutes, and then it became, like, a hideous car crash. And it's like, why didn't didn't you just stop? Maybe that's, like, the the niche. Yeah, that's the joke itself. Just taking a joke and driving it to, for you to stop watching. Yeah, it it gave me a (laughs) disease for sure. (laughs) Um music stuff you want to you want to get back to it i think we veered off yeah. for no, went from spritz up to fifth element to yeah. pib pib yeah the dr pib so holy shit we did go off pretty hard there. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. how it's supposed to go though. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah um i want to know about your tour with era i'm a huge fucking fan oh yes yes massive era stand was that was that dope oh it was it was a good time and um uh, i was with phineas as well um honestly it was just a, a, a awesome group of guys all doing the same thing like good crowds um went to california it was a good time and uh honestly era they were they're really inspiring to us because they're kind of in that same lane and i think they were just um just getting like into that zone where people were really starting to like get to know them and and like get to hear their music because i feel like they've been in in like other people's shadows for a long time yeah, yeah like, for sure for they've been a band for so long and they, they were just not getting the, the the amount of exposure that i felt like they deserved but then they actually started uh picking up around that time when they were headlining that and like the, the crowd showed that like some really loyal uh fans for them and yeah they were just awesome to 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 be on the road with them you know yeah they're they're like this weird special band for me <clears throat> and you guys as well that get I'll listen to your whole records on my workout playlist and only very select a select few bands get the right to go to go <laughs> on those playlists because it just keeps the energy level like right where it needs to be. So yeah. you guys get that honor as well as era. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> I'm glad to be uh, to make it on with that with era. And uh, yeah, they're uh, they're awesome. Cool. They're awesome. Cool. Cool. Um, I think Ian had a question uh, about you guys like kind of being around the scene like back in the day and uh, yeah. sort of like seeing it evolve and stuff. Do you yeah. want to flesh that out a little more? Yeah, I mean flesh like with, it. Oh, I'll flesh it hard. Um, <laughs> with the scene, with the scene kind of like growing, and you guys have been around and like been the same kind of entity since like the early days. Did you feel like? 
I don't know, the, with things kind of changing and kind of growing that you were also kind of wanting to like adapt to that? Um, or I don't know, have you guys kind of like kept in the same kind of headspace that you've always been? like, have you guys always had the same vision, like going from initially and then like uh, gotcha. letting it kind of grow or are you like, I'm not saying going with the times, but you know what I mean? It's like, Oh cool. There's this thing I didn't know that would sound sick. Like I want to try mm. this out. Like, let's say like, you know, like uh clean vocals or whatever. So are you referring to like the local scene? Or are you just talking about just like the growth of like metal music? And, and I guess, I guess kind of both. I don't know. Like the local scene too, I guess yeah. it's kind of like started out here really strong. Yeah. Like the, the local scene is kind of what kind of gets bands motivated, right? Like you go to, you do shows and your friends and family come out and you know, you, you network within your local scene and you get to know people, musicians and kind of get inspired by other people doing the same thing. Um, for me, like, I feel like the, obviously the local scene has kind of dipped down a little bit. Um, but with Kyle coming back in, uh, being seen dad, he's definitely picking it up again. So like, shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but like we started out when it was like local shows were like the thing, like if you wanted people to hear you arc battle, Schwaben. Like Schwaben club. Um, I, I even remember Z beside the Y back in Cambridge. Like that was a huge one too. Albert McCormick. Yeah. Like it was just always like a good, uh, place to start. Um, but obviously like, you know, as more, uh, like as the music scene kind of changed, you, as a musician in a band, you kind of want to look a different direction as what you, at the end of the day, what do you want? And really we just wanted to want people to hear us outside of the local scene. Like that was always the vision. Like, I feel like that's just really healthy to do and, and, and to aim for because the local scene will, will only do so much for you. I think just branching out to even like Toronto or even beyond yeah. Ontario is like what you should really, you know, aim to cater to as well. Yeah. It's really fortunate that we kind of live in this tri-city area, which is pretty close to Toronto, but yeah, like exactly. it's not too close where you can kind of get lost in the, the I don't know. Like, yeah. Cause sometimes if you're like in Toronto, you can kind of just get like <laughs> lost in multiple scenes and you feel like you don't have an identity or yeah, something. Like I feel that. like if you're dope here, like, you're gonna get fans, like exactly. just just for being dope and playing in uh, in for smaller crowds around here. Mm -hmm. But then it kind of spider webs out. So you go to play shows in Toronto. It's not that far for people from Kitchener or Cambridge or Guelph to like no. travel out no. there. So then you get a couple people, be it fucking one person or ten people or twenty people that come out to a show mm -hmm. uh, for you guys in Toronto, and they start losing their shit, and then like the locals there go oh these guys are pretty dope people are having fucking fun mm. and suddenly you just gain a bunch of other fans in a whole like another region it's 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 interesting because kitchener waterloo is a small community of like people that listen to like heavier music and post hardcore music but it covers so much ground like if you're there's cambridge kitchener waterloo like there's so many places guelph, guelph. and like you said it just you know, it kind of just spreads out into like other areas and, and like kind of overflows. But the, the community is so small. So there's just so much more loyalty and um, just more people. Like, I feel like people go to the local shows to see their friends and, and, and like see their own friends play music. And it just kind of brings that whole community together. Versus, like, if, if you were to start in Toronto, like, where do you start? There's so many yeah. venues. Yeah. You can't have a choose-your-own-fest. You can't have a hope-fest. No, you right, can't. Right. You can't You can't put a Facebook group 
and send it out and be like, yo, let's make this choose your own fest. You know what I mean? Like there's just so many different areas and the, the, the community is way bigger and the circle is way bigger. And it's just, it's very convoluted with with music. And And like, I feel like here in Kitchener Waterloo, they specialize in, in, in post hardcore and and punk and and metal and stuff where I think like Toronto, you'll probably get like folk bands. You'll get like dad rock. You'll get, you know, um, metal metal and, I don't know. It's just a lot harder in that sense with a community like that versus here where everyone's so close to home, but it covers so much. Ground. Yeah. It was really interesting at, at the 420 festival where we got to see. So at night school, they would have like a hardcore act go on. Right. And then on the side stage, they were having like a hip hop act pop on. And it was really cool to see like a bunch of the fucking metalheads like wearing their patched out jackets and fucking studs and everything like migrating over to the side stage and like enjoying some other music that right. they might yeah. not have normally like stumbled across. No, I think I think the scene here is very open-minded. I think that's like yeah. a big thing. Like I feel like in Toronto you like what you like and you go to what you want to see. Right. We're here, you know, there's just such a good variety of music that you're actually in it for just the show and the performance and the community of sure. it. So yeah. I you pretty much said You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I feel like You'll you'll go watch this punk band. You've never heard of them before, but you're gonna check it out anyway because they're playing at the Schwaben or like um, even just Maxwell's. Like it's just such a good place to. Yeah. It's a good venue. Like first time, like we actually have a legit good venue at Kitchener Waterloo, and I feel like people just go there for that experience. You know. You yeah, know? definitely. Doesn't smell weird. Like there's there's actual proper bathrooms. Yo, speaking of smelling weird. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> so. Um, we had this band on a couple weeks ago called the faps and they just went and like did this other podcast the faps the faps yeah, yeah they're, fr- oh. they're from saskatchewan and they were talking about their show at harmony lunch and <laughs> they're like yo we played at this fucking wicked hot dog stand <laughs> they're like it's kind of weird it wasn't really our thing lots of really hardcore bands but it was a dope hot dog stand and i just fucking <laughs> lost it man i thought that was the funniest shit i ever <laughs> Yeah, but Harmony's been getting crazy shows yeah, now, and, and like the consistency of people showing up to them is like, it's like ten yeah. years ago. It's like what? Yeah, like, yeah. It's a good location yeah. too. Yeah, like I mean, you're right uptown. Yeah, you, know, you can be like out and about, and you're like, yeah, let's just go check out Harmony Lunch. Like walk yeah. in. It's not like way out there, like Hespler, like the five one five or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool because like you'll see like foot traffic kind of going by and people are like looking in. They're like, what the fuck is going on in there? That's loud as shit. Yeah. yeah. Let's Why, check it out for five out. minutes. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Like if you want to leave, you can leave. Yeah. But, like people just go and they stumble in. And it's, it's a good spot. How is the uh, scene in Cambridge? Uh, Cambridge? Yeah. Uh, I mean... I don't Dude. really, I, I, uh. yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, there really hasn't been one since like the five one five. Yeah, kind of stopped doing shows, and um, damn, it's a shame. It is because I mean, I'm from Cambridge, and I had a had a decent community of like friends and stuff like that would always come out to our shows in Cambridge. I think that's where I first saw you guys was at the five one five. I think yeah. somebody down here was like, yo, you got to check these guys out. Fucking auras. And it's yeah. And it's crazy. But I feel like people are like leaving Cambridge and going other places, either Waterloo, whatever, like kind of getting out of that. And you know, there really isn't much of a scene. Like I, I haven't heard of a, a metal show in Cambridge in a while. Right. Or even an alternative show. I can't even think of anything. I really. guess it really takes somebody to like, want to like, take that torch like what kyle's doing down here like he he basically had said like he stumbled into the position like he didn't necessarily want it to like go the direction 
it, it has taken, but yeah. somebody basically passed the torch onto him and he's like, if I don't do it, nobody's going to fucking do it. So, yeah. And it's really good of him to do that. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, like, man. It's not a, it's not an easy market nope. to, to, to like, you know, do shows for, for alternative bands, especially like right now. Like, I think it would have been a lot easier, uh, back in the day when like, local shows was like the only way you can get someone's music yeah you know what i mean but now you just go on your phone that does everything for you like yeah you know it just becomes a part of you where you're like ah, i don't really have time to go to a show like i'll just listen to it in my car right you could do that now you couldn't do that before you had to physically go somewhere to get the cd and to get the merch but now you could do online shopping you could do pre-order packages when did you ever have that at like a local show yeah exactly you know like i think we're kind of seeing a turning of the tides though now because like so many local bands have their music out on streaming platforms and shit right. where you're listening to a bunch of local bands where before it was like maybe like one or two of the bands that are getting a little bit bigger had their music available. Mm-hmm. And now you're listening to a lot more and I'm going, oh, like all these dudes are playing together like yeah. two Saturdays from now. I got to go check that exactly, out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about the package now. Yeah. yeah. So if Kyle finds a good package, it sounds funny. Uh, Kyle Kyle. is the good package Uh, yeah he's got a good package Uh, so if you find a good (laughs) like that's an easier thing to market right yeah like I I just saw on online North Lane Era Currents and Crystal Lake yep that package did you hear that new North Lane huge oh yeah I I, it (laughs) you guys like it I do yeah I thought it was dope it it was really honest it's dark it's really Honest, honest and Again, it's fresh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that caught my my attention as soon as I heard it and I was like, wow, he's like the vocalist is doing something different. The 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 instrumentation is a completely different realm, but it's still them. Oh yeah. And it's like, you know, awesome. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. definitely like a super different kind of tone like yeah. Well, I was saying to Ian, like, I just heard it for the first time, maybe 20 minutes before you showed up, Mm -hmm. but he put it on and within like six seconds, there's just like this really driving bass force at the beginning. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I like this. Like, I I don't, it doesn't even matter what. Yeah, 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 exactly. I saw Mm. that. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, good for him. And uh, the North Lane boys are doing really well and they've been around the scene for a while. They've actually, no, they've played here way back in the day. I remember it was at, was it Opus? Uh, uh, at a, was it Koi Fest or was it some they, sort of? They played at the gig. Okay, and they yep, played they did with, that. I think it was with uh, Veil of Maya and Intervals or the Contortionist, one of those two. Mm-hmm. And then, right, right, right. And then it was um, is that for Breakdown? Yeah, <laughs> Breakdown Magazine. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, they played at Maxwell's. Yeah, they played at Maxwell's, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. I mean, I I can imagine them playing there. Yeah. That no, that no, it was with intervals because Nathan was there. Yep. Yeah. It was at Maxwell's. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of protests, you guys got to tour with protest as well. We got. How wild is that? It was because those uh, are like the guys, right? (laughs) Like those are like the local heroes. See that come up, and then you're like, wow. It's so weird. It is. It is still. It's still weird to me that that happened because they're like. To me, they're like legends when it comes to like yeah, local scene. Me too, for sure. And and Canadian music and like being a part of that community, right? And um, you know they've been through so much and they've been a band for so long and yeah. they've been killing it on a Juno like and like that tour. Like we we got the offer and we're like, yeah, absolutely, we're gonna do this. 
But then, like, getting closer, like, to the first day, we're like, wait, is this protest the hero? Like, <laughs> what's going on? And, like, I still remember the first day. Like, everybody's got first show jitters on a, t- on a tour. So, like, we started, uh, it was at the Vogue in, in uh, Vancouver. Oh, um, I love that place. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was, like, the, probably one of the first venues where, like, each band had their own uh, green room. And they had like snacks and stuff, and like it nice. like separated the bands. Usually, you break the ice because you're all sa- sharing the same green room, right? But yeah. they were all separated. Huh. And I just remember walking by, and I just see uh, all of protests just like together, just talking about the show. And I'm like walking, I'm like, whoa, like this. These are actually, this is actually crazy to me because like I, my younger self is screaming, being like, what the hell? You're you're touring with protest? But like you know, at the end of the day, they're just dudes. But I don't know. It's that nostalgia and like, you know, that I'm right there with you. Like that young we're all around self. the same age. So like, yeah. I remember hearing like blindfolds aside and right? like that shit. Much music. Blew, much loud. Yeah, much, uh, yeah, loud. much loud. And, and that I've shit that. blew my mind. Like, I know these fucking Canadian dudes are getting this extremely progressive. Yeah. Like metal and like punk influenced music like out into the mainstream and i'm just like just what like yeah. craziness right like no one's ever done that before and you know just going there and and playing with them was just it was inspiring and, and amazing and yeah. then like you actually like so the first show they like we didn't talk to them they didn't talk with us so we're like oh man like they were fucking the with you yeah. for sure no i honestly <laughs> so th- then the next day i still remember this um Rody just walks up. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm 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 Rody." Like, and I was just like, "Hey, I'm Josh." And like, I, I was just like, "Oh man, I can't." What? He just came up, and like, turns out these guys are just the coolest, most humble dudes on, yeah. on the planet. And like, they don't realize like what it means to me sure. to to play with them. So it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was just a good run. It was it was a tough run because it was only nine shows across Canada. So like in between each shows, you're driving Holy like eight fuck. hours, right? That's crazy. Yeah, like I even remember. So after Vogue, we were either gonna stay in, we we're gonna stay in a hotel and then leave in the morning to get to. Um, it was somewhere that was like eight hours away. I can't remember at the top of my head. Um, but uh, there was supposed to be a bad storm, so we actually did not stay at the hotel. We're like, we need to drive through the night because the storm is gonna fuck us. So we ended up driving overnight, and then it turns out we were driving with a storm. It was a scary time, but we made it. Damn. Um, but yeah, like things like that, like those kinds of drives were just so strenuous uh, in between the shows, intense because like they have a bus, right? So like they, they're they're built to do it. They have a driver that's going to do it. And I mean, uh, it was us driving, taking so, shifts and stuff like exactly. That. Oh, so man. we really had to like really budget our time properly. Like we didn't sleep much. Like we just basically follow, followed this tour bus. Versus like you know era, you know everything's like within four five hours which is nothing right so and there's no snow <laughs> nice. yeah. so yeah driving across canada in the winter was just tough yeah for but sure we, but we, we we made it happen you know it was uh it was an honor to play with those guys and we would do anything to to do it again and if they were like oh you want to tour with us again same winter same you know van and driving i would i would do it yeah for sure fuck yeah man yeah i caught uh roadie at one of the last Koi Fests that they performed at, and I think... Uh, the last... No, wait. Was it the no, last no, no, year? No, no, it wasn't. I think there was one year know. after. Yeah. <laughs> was that yeah. what it was? was yeah, it? yeah, That yeah. was the nail in the coffin. Oh. Yeah, some some weird, <laughs> weird contorted version of Koi Fest. Um, but yeah, like, so protest played, 
another group from Toronto, USS, fucking went up. Oh, yeah. They did their set. And I, like, Rody was just, like, kind of walking around in the crowd. And I'm like, hey, man, like, you guys fucking killed it. I've loved your music forever. Thanks for doing what you do. And he's like, hey, man, I just got this fucking vape pen. Do you want a hit of it? That's, that's, <laughs> oh, man, that's Rody. And I'm just sure. like, oh, this is, like, just a real Canadian dude. Like, yeah, they're, this is they're, just they're like... so Canadian. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, how nice they are. Yeah. Like, they're just so polite. You just it makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, man, I'm an asshole. I'm like, oh my God. You guys are so nice. You're so Canadian. Like I can imagine you touring with like American bands and then looking and be like, yeah, that's a Canadian. Band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, like, definitely. definitely. I bet everybody can tell. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are too sure. nice. Are yeah. you guys from Canada? <laughs> like too nice. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think we're coming up on like the final few minutes here. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to like quickly plug, plug, go plug. over, yeah. talk about? Uh, yeah. So um, Mementa's out on all streaming platforms uh album out uh july 12th uh, binary garden i'm really excited for everyone to hear um what we've been working on for this uh the pre-save is out for that yeah right? pre-save save it on apple music um you know spotify amazon whatever you uh prefer uh we got pre-order bundles as well um the merch actually turned out really it looks really fantastic cool. um I say to myself, is it weird if I ever wear this? But uh, <laughs> everyone says it's fine. Do it. Like it looks like it's pretty sweet. And um, yeah, just l- excited for everyone to hear the rest of the, uh, the album and Hell you yeah. know, uh, whatever else is coming up in the next uh, next bit. So. Oh, cool. Maybe when the record drops before you guys fucking take off on your, your world domination tour, <laughs> maybe we could get all you guys in here to, yeah. to come chat. Oh, for 100%. Set. I actually tried to get the other guys to come in, but they they wouldn't be able to make it for six. Right, right. Um, But, you know. No worries. Next time. Yeah, we could sure. try to set something up. That would be sweet. So. Where can we uh, find you on the social medias? Oh, man. This is Instagram. I think it's auras underscore official on the Instagram. Facebook, you know. I think Instagram's like the is the big plug for us. Like mm-hmm. Facebook is cool, but there's just a lot of stuff that happens on Facebook. It's not as focused. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just, you know, you'll be scrolling through and you'll just be like, oh, like my sister just had a baby. And then Aura's merch. You're like, yeah, oh. yeah. Like yeah. you're not really in the, the same mindset. So like come go out to our uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm always on there just posting uh, on stuff. And uh, yeah. Dope. Cool. Well, thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, thanks for having you. Yeah, yeah. Had a great time. Problem. Okay, guys. Um, we have a little announcement. So, this are we are we are we running the Saturday show live? We I think so. Okay, Ooh, so Saturday, so. somewhere around five to six o'clock, we're being joined by Tennyson King. Yo. He's a he's this folky artist who uh, bounces back and forth between China and Canada. So we're gonna get a really cool and interesting conversation going, hopefully. And he's yeah. gonna be playing at Harmony Lunch That's later awesome. that evening. And HMV out in Waterloo is that is that the record store? I thought he said the beat goes on. Oh, the, oh, beat, the beat goes, goes on. on. Right, right. HMV is dead. I yeah. was like, is there an HMV? I was like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, the beat goes on out in Waterloo. He'll be playing there. I believe he, his set starts at about noon or one o'clock. We'll post some some links up on social media so you guys can can find that shit. Um, yeah, cool. So check that out. Peace. Peace. See you.